<laughs> oh my. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> sort it out. So, all right. So, Craig. Leia took a quick uh, trip out. She'll be back. Uh, Rob, you probably need to go to the DNR recording, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> no, no breaks for Rob. So, <laughs> okay. Um, if everybody else is in here, you can check over character sheets and stuff. And I'm going to go ahead and drag this map out and share it. And that may take a little bit because it's big. It's a big map. And when it comes up, you probably will not actually see anything because it's all covered up. If you were here a couple days ago, you saw one room. But I decided to add another layer of randomness. So you're going to start in a random room. Um, so the first thing we'll do is we'll roll a D9, um, which I guess we could just roll a D10. And if you get a 10, we'll re-roll um, to decide what room we're going to start in. All right, I'm back. OK. I, I think we should go over the cheat possibilities. And I also don't remember. I think Vathrak has already bought some rerolls or something, right? Yep, I bought two two auto crits and five rerolls. Oh, okay. I did the exact same. All right, so you guys are good with that. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to offer up, uh, so we have two dollar rerolls, we have five dollar either auto crits or you can pay for an auto fail for an enemy. Um, so that could be interesting too. And oh, auto. Crits are five dollars. I think they are. Did you pay oh, more than that? I thought they were that? ten. Do you have a link oh. that you could post in the game? Uh, for what? For I can the... post. I can post in the Dave's game thing out in Discord. I don't have a thing inside of here for what the cheats okay, yeah, are. The Dave's game. Thing. I will summarize cheats as I'm talking. So, two dollar reroll. Yeah. The auto cheats have been $10 crits and $2 rerolls. Oh, I I think they were five in the game I played in last night. They got doubled to 10 because somebody paid a lot of money to screw me over, but uh, which is fine. <laughs> it's totally fine because it was sounds, a lot of money for the kids. Sounds but, like D Sheik's thing. No, it was AIMS. AIMS? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, he yeah, uh, paid a hundred dollars to make me roll crit ones all night long. So impressive. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I. Yeah, I was I was watching at that point where I was just looking at her, where she's, where it was like ten dollars for you not not to auto fail. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm going to add one more cheat based on that. If you listened to that game last night, Rivi did a neat thing that was kind of based on inspectors from back in the day where you could uh, like do one thing to change the plot, like add a, a little plot twist or something. Um, and my thought of how we could do it in this game is you're going to be rolling on the travel tables repeatedly. And I thought for $10, if you want, you can pick exactly what you want off of the travel travel table. So ten dollars choose oh off travel table. So that is what we have for cheats. 
Um, so first thing, uh, I guess somebody, we could either do a roll to decide who. Maybe let's do that. Everybody roll a flat d20, and whoever gets the highest is going to roll and decide what room we're going to start in. All right, looks like Dolgar. Uh, roll a d10, Dolgar. Oh, boy. That is an eight. All right, so let me find that on the map, and I will put you guys there. So let me see. Oh, my. Is this eight? No, it's not eight. Hold on just a second. How big is this map? The map is humongous. So and I may or may not see this map. <laughs> You're just going to have to describe to me what's going on because my internet had trouble loading the maps for um, Rob's game. Yeah, it may load after some amount of time. Uh, the the I would offer to uh, stream it on Discord for you to look at, but that's probably going to be even slower, right? So uh, that's yeah, probably not a good idea. But describe it to me, and I'll figure out okay. how to do stuff. Yeah, this will probably be it'll probably be okay for the most part because we're not so much probably using a grid a lot, so. It'll probably be okay. Oh, uh, we'll sort is it, it out. really just gray? Yes. Like a gray background with. Yep. And there's one little square if you move it's around. The silver gray, silver glade? Yes, you got lucky and you're starting in the silver glade. So oh, good. I'm oh, oh wonderful. Going to drag you guys out there. Uh, uh, so, uh, at, least it, at least not the divide. Well, that was a possibility. <laughs> uh, I'm so sure just, it wasn't. Just Sorry, to kind of, you know, no, it's fine. Uh, just to kind of summarize the situation here, you guys are going to. Did I get everybody? One, two, I think I'm missing somebody. Uh, Durs, Dolgar, Ragnar, Lisa. It looks like there's six of us plus my guy, seven. Tom. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, you guys are going to kind of wake up. And you're in this room, and the room has like a tile floor. And on the tile floor is this map of uh, basically, it looks like you're standing on a map of Alara. And it looks just exactly like what you see here. So this is all made out of tile. Um, the rest of the room, um, you're in the Silver Glade. And so it kind of has like art on the wall that looks like. Um, a forest, and there might be like a, a werewolf in the mural or something like that. Um, so Trippy. now that we're in the room, um, we need to make a roll to see what's going to happen in the room as you wake up. So yeah, let's see. Here. <laughs> uh, okay. So mm. let's see. We'll just go in order. Ragnar, can you roll a d20? Well, I certainly can. Okay. All right. That is totally fine. Um, so basically the way this is going to work is based on that D20 roll, there's one thing that's always going to happen in the room. And then based on the result of that D20 roll, something else might happen in the room too. Um, you rolled high enough that you're just going to get like the basic result of what would happen in the room. 
Um, so you're in the Silver Glade, and you guys wake up. And as you wake up, you hear a howling sound. Uh, actually, let me kind of move you guys a little bit closer here to the middle. Um, so you're going to hear a howling sound and kind of bursting out from the bottom down here, you're going to see a pack of werewolves. Uh, what, what would your choice of what to do here be? Starting it out with a werewolf is fun. <laughs> Oh wow! 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 We're wow! We're really we're really rolling out Saturday night with a bang. Yeah, werewolves. How many of um, them are there? How far are they away from us? Yeah, a uh, couple of things. So, um, first off, if you want to roll a d6, I can tell you how many werewolves there are. Oh God! Who picked the I werewolves? Think- I think I think Harvester can roll the d6 as Ragnar rolled the first roll. We'll try to go in order across. So there are three werewolves, and then um, I don't know if Leia can you roll. Oh. Yes, I can. All right, roll a d4. At least we'll it's not six. We'll decide how scary these werewolves are. Oh my! Oh lord! <laughs> Uh, so there are three very big, scary werewolves, and you kind of see them charging up. Uh, let me do a little bit of uh, unmasking here. They're not quite in this room yet. Um, you see them kind of charging from down this hallway towards you. Oh, hold on a second. There we go. So you have some time if you wanted to try to evacuate or set up some sort of plan uh, before you might have to deal with werewolves. Do we see exit in our room? Uh, there is one obvious exit to the north that I just uncovered. Um, you could also try to uh, hide a little bit. There, there is some furniture and stuff in the room if you wanted to try to hide. There are some like possibilities. Shrubbery shaped, shaped sofa or something? <laughs> it is kind of silly like that, actually. Uh, let's say that there totally is. Um, Maybe we should be going. Yeah. Yes, Maybe I am a fan of this whole... Uh, not fighting these giant werewolves right here. Uh, ooh, there's werewolves in our dungeon. I think we need to run. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's like, of- well, it's, I, I, I know just like that. I, I must concur. All right. So if you Watch guys are gonna, if you guys are going to try to get away from these, um, again, kind of playing a little loose with the distances here. Uh, things are a little bit weird. We're going to do this as a little bit of a like skill check challenge to try to run away from these things. Um, okay. So the first thing, maybe you get a little bit of a head start if they don't 100% notice exactly where you are. So let's do like a group stealth check. So if every single person rolls stealth, um, I have a number in mind for an average that we're trying to get. Well, those are some wonderful rolls to start with. <laughs> we got some more. 
Yeah. Oh. I think there's one person left to roll. Yep, that would be me. Okay. Sorry. Uh, uh. Bathrack, I would remind you, you have a lot of re-rolls. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if I just want to start out with my re-rolls. Like, right? <laughs> uh, gee, oh, All right. Gee. Well, let well, me do. I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and I'll use one re-roll now. Okay. I will tell you that your re-roll was the difference between one success and, and one failure. So... Um, that's good. You guys have one success, so you kind of notice that the werewolves, although they're howling and kind of heading your direction, as they get to the edge of the room, they're kind of looking and they can't quite tell where you are, like behind some of the weird uh, furniture and stuff in the room. Um, so they don't 100% notice where you are. Now, as you're kind of scrambling and hiding, um, could everybody just roll a single flat d20? This is actually not going to be for success or failure. That's good. All right. That was actually just a roll to see how lucky you were going to be. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. hidden. That's how my luck lasting. So, had those rolls gone a little better, you might have found some items that could have helped you against these things. Um, right. Like silver tip weapons? That might have been the case. But uh, the way that it turned out, you did not stumble upon any silver weapons um, in the room anywhere. I think uh, I, I want to do a, a plot twisting. Okay. Sounds oh, good. you want to do a confessional? <laughs> a little plot twisting. <laughs> yep. A little plot twist I want to add in here, and I'll go do the donation thing here in a second, is while they're all yep. running, while the royal wolves are running into the room, I would like them all to just hit some like little wire or some little tile in the floor or something like that, and it just causes them to fall down for a second. Okay, that is totally reasonable because a lot of these doorways are actually trapped. So as you know, when you're exploring in a dungeon, they're oftentimes trapped. So um, could you roll, I actually have a whole table for this. Um, so could you roll a D10? And we're going to decide uh, exactly what happens. Okay. Um, this is really quite interesting. Uh, as, oh, this could be bad too, but we'll see. Um, as these werewolves charge through this door at the bottom, um, they do, in fact, trip over a wire. And as they do, uh, many, many bottles of alchemist fire drop from the ceiling and smash on the floor, floor and explode. Um, there are werewolf guts flying all over the place. And all of you need to make uh, athletics checks to get out of the room before you get exploded. Oh, this is this is this is something my character is uh, oh, no. really good at. Yep, nope, I didn't make it. <laughs> nope, athletic. Uh, uh, what was, why am I rolling four when I have a plus seven? <laughs> okay, it was not a ridiculously high check. So as it is, uh, Dolgar and Jazaka. Uh, we're we're going to be looking at some pretty severe um, alchemist fire damage as things look right now. Yeah. So let's see. 
Uh, well, let's see. Am I the only one? There's only two of us that has rerolls, right? Uh, that is true. Because what I'm doing while I'm doing the donations, I for those two, I'm going to add two rerolls, one for each player. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You guys, Dolgar and Jazaka, you get one more roll on this. I'll tell you, you're just trying to get a ten. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we're gonna try, and no, it's not gonna. It's it's at least not a crit fail, so it makes me psychologically feel better about the situation. Can I argue acrobatics? Uh, yeah, sure. That's fine. I'll give you a shot at acrobatics. That's fine. Yeah, no. Hey! <laughs> All right. I have a better plus than that. <laughs> Jazaka is not able to run out of the room as the others did, but instead just dodge around the room and quickly hide behind something. Like you flipped over a table and hid under it or something like that. Um, Dolgar, unfortunately, is going to take the brunt of this uh, alchemist fire explosion. Um, Dolgar, can you roll a, a d20? On the positive side, I am a dragonborn, so I have fire resistance. That's good. That's oh, really, that's really very good. good. Oh, good. All right. So let me see. Uh, you're going to... Uh, let me see if I can count these. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. All right. You're going to take the equivalent of 12 alchemist fires exploding on you. So that's going to be 12d4 damage, which is 27. And then you just take 13 of that because of your dragonbornness. Um, so that's not too bad. Everything's good. You can you can thank Vathrak for not crit crit wanting at least, because that would have been much worse. Um, so 13 damage. Um, with that, um, four of you. So Jazaka is still in the room. Dolgar is in the room, kind of mildly exploded. The rest of you had kind of just slightly... Oh, gosh. We didn't roll for Steve, Bob. Um, Bathrack, do you want to do a, a flat... Well, actually, Steve, Bob has... Here, if I drag this to Durza... Hold on. Is that Durza? Did that sheet pop up for you for Steve, Bob? It did. Yeah, so you can roll... Uh, I'll I'll let you do either strength or dex. Um, I'm gonna do dex because that's higher. <laughs> yes, he's very not strong, which makes sense. He's a beggar with crutches. He's probably not super dexterous either, but that is his best stat. He has a twelve. So roll a dex check, and let's see if what's going on with Steve Bob. Hey, uh, somehow. Steve Bob actually limped his way out of the room with did, his crutches. Did the, can you tell if that actually rolled or if it just brought my dex number straight onto the... Oh, I think it may have just put the dex number straight on there, yeah. So I think if you double-click the, the C beside the dex, oh, yeah, okay. that, should, that should make it roll. All right, okay. Well, we both rolled. Uh, Oops. Oops, take rolled the first one. They take yeah. the first roll. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, this old man beggar uh, on his crutches dodges out of the way. Maybe he just throws himself to the ground. I don't know. Um, and avoids the alchemist fire explosion. Yeah, flows, throws himself to the ground and kind of rolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, from where you are now, um, let's explain the situation a little more. So, you can see that 
you are in a hallway. Um, we're going to say you're just at the lip of the hallway. Um, if you go down that hallway, you're going to have a table to roll on. Um, you also can tell that the room that you started in is now completely clear of danger, it seems, and that there's a hallway to the south of that. So it's up to you guys which way you want to go. It's just uh, werewolf guts kind of in the room down there. Oh, actually, there's a thing that I completely forgot. Um, can you all roll perception checks, too? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the noise. My cat found a plastic bag. <laughs> Can't hear anything. Uh, so Jazaka especially, and also Durs would notice from where he is, but Jazaka would notice from, uh, I guess, her position in the room, kind of sprawled on the floor, um, that now that these werewolves have exploded, uh, there's a little glowing spot on the wall pretty close to her, and it looks like there's a switch there. It kind of, you wouldn't know exactly what that is, but it looks like a light switch that would be um, in a house, like a modern day house. And it's kind of lit up. Like those that, you know, those lights, the light switches that glow in the nighttime, like that little orange glow, so you can find them in the dark. It's kind of glowing like that. Yes. So Jazaka and Durs both noticed this switch in the, in the Silver Glade room. I should have took Mage Hand. <laughs> <laughs> so any, any thoughts about uh <laughs> personally from a uh cleanliness standpoint I'd rather not walk through werewolf guts, but that's just a personal opinion. Well, you know, like all opinions are valid. Yeah, yeah. This is true. Could I try shooting an arrow at it? At the switch? Yeah. See if uh, I can get it to flip. Sure. Um a very would, pointy mage hand? Yeah, would I don't know. would you would you maybe like have people clear out of the room or something before you did that? That's my kind of guess of what you're trying to do. It's pretty That's close kind to of my Zizaka. thought, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but everybody so kind of... going to raise her crossbow and be like, may want to step back. I don't know if this is a good idea. Why are you Just... doing it? Because no one wants to touch it? What, man? Except we all want to flick it. What are you talking about? That's okay. I'll flip it. <laughs> so I'll go flip it. Okay. Um, as, as you flip the switch, um, you kind of hear a distant ringing sound 
Um, it sounds like it's coming from, let's just, well, actually, we can say the north because we're on a map, right, with directions. Yes. Um, coming hey. from the north of you. And also, um, from up above you, a little hole in the ceiling above you opens, and a chest drops down into the middle of the room. Cool. Hmm. Yay, my map finally loaded. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Now you just have to find wow. the... I found all. Can you... Can, I wonder what happens if I switch the switch it back the other direction. <laughs> I have no idea. You could find out. Uh, oh. oh, Brian's here. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. Hi, Brian. Maybe he's not here. Yeah, so there's a chest in the middle of the room now. Oh, he is muted. Yes, he is. Uh, is uh, any... Yeah? Well, I mean, somebody flipped the switch, I think. Yeah, we're flipping the switch, or whoever had it flipped. <laughs> then he flipped it back. Oh, Did flipping? they flip it, and then the chest fell? Yes, he flipped it, and there was a ringing sound to the north, and it sounded not super far away, actually. It was pretty loud. And then this chest fell from the ceiling into the middle of the floor, kind of right on the G by Silverglade. So actually right in front of Harvester, this chest just <laughs> nice. fell down. Hmm. Does it like anybody wondering what's in that? Harvester's the rogue, rogue, so he, he he should check it out. Yep, you go look at it. It looks very fancy, and it's kind of glowing lightly. It's like a golden glowing chest. Uh, you know Letha can assist if you want to check it out and possibly open it. All right. So it looks like a very fancy chest. It does. And then, what role do I need to do that with uh, with adding thieves tools? Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, well, how, thieves do you want, tools. Do you want me to wrap? How, uh, how tools work is it allows you to add your proficiency modifier role if you're proficient to them to whatever the skill check is. So, which is generally dex for thieves tools. Yeah, I, I have it set it. up. If oh, you want me yeah. to roll it? Yeah, I was adding it to his too. So he okay. has thieves tools too. They're at a plus yeah. seven. Um, Mine's you start... a plus ten. All right. Could you could you start with just an investigation, maybe, if you're trying to see if there's sure. something going on with this? Hey, I finally rolled something good. Uh, Twenty-four. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Uh, Harvester, you can do one too, as you you the two rogues are kind of going to town looking around. <laughs> this is uh. our wheelhouse. All sides of this. Okay, I, so... <laughs> I see nothing. <laughs> he found the back. Yeah. So Harvester's like trying to open the back of this chest, and he can't, he's just like <laughs> can't figure out where the latch is at all. And uh, meanwhile, Letha's on the other side, and actually, um, as far as you can tell, this thing is not trapped or anything, and it looks like you could just open the lid. Letha's going to take a crossbow bolt out of her bag and use it to kind of wedge and lift the lid while being a little bit farther away from it. Okay. 
so uh, it doesn't explode in her face. So in Fantasy Grounds, let me check something. Yes. Um, if you type slash die 1d27, it'll roll a d27. So we're going to do that. Okay. Do you want me to do that? Yeah, because you're opening the chest. Awesome. Oh, it's a one. One. All right. Uh, from the Adventurer's Guide to Theria, you have just found inside of this chest, and because we don't want to deal with item identifying, we'll just say that um, kind oh. of magically you know what this is. Um, you have found the Armor of Trampling. <laughs> um, so this is a rare and highly coveted set of chainmail armor that was created for King Takaris Blackhoof. Before his death at the hands of Tekard Stonesunder, um, it's made specifically to fit a minotaur and blessed mm. with the power to plow through enemies. It's, um, well, it was stored somewhere, but now it's here. It's a chain mail that gives advantage to all constitution saving throws while wearing the armor. And if you charge a target and use your horns, you do an extra 2d6 damage on a hit. So obviously that part wouldn't work. Um, Probably a bigger party member could put it on so for the three feet thing. tall. Letha just kind of stands up and keeps like pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling, and she's <laughs> on her tippy toes and her hands are over the head, and she's no, still no, got like no. half of it. What I totally imagine is like she she gets to like the halfway mark, and it's as big as she is, and she j and it just kind of all falls out on top of her. <laughs> So yeah, she's kind of true. dwarfed by this giant set of chainmail. Yeah, so, that tracks. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's useful to anyone in the party. No. <laughs> the <laughs> only person it would be... Ragnar doesn't wear armor, right? Oh. No. And I don't I wear don't armor I think we either. actually introduced our characters. So all uh, I know is Ragnar is big. Yeah, maybe we should do that. Sorry, we totally forgot. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so, belatedly, uh, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. <laughs> 37 minutes late. <laughs> I was kind of wondering. It's like one encounter in. Uh, or, no, no, no. We, we just spent the last 37 minutes trying to come up with a good introduction, but we can never come up with a good introduction. Well, now that we've woken up in yeah. the Silver Glade room and blew up some wolves, we're like, who the heck are you, know, you people? That actually does make sense because you guys have no idea who anybody is that you're in here with. You just woke up here. You've never seen any of these people before. And you just now have a moment to breathe and look around and see who these people are. So it might Just be like we planned fun. it. Yes, this is perfect if you're listening on the podcast later. This was exactly what I had planned. So that's a lie. But I tell students lies all the time, too. So it's fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. and you all right. Roll deception. Yes. Well, I don't lie about math. I, I lie. Well, actually, you do have to lie sometimes. Well, you're going to lie about something. I don't trust math already. So it's fine. Yeah. But you have to. Pythagoras, kids. Yeah, you can't really <laughs> tell them how things really work because at no point do you really get to how things really work in the classes they're in. So it's okay. Ragnar, who are you? Um, Ragnar da Daisy Smash is a seven foot six inch uh, Goliath. Um, he's got hair, lots of it, 
um, and he occasionally pays attention to like grooming it, but not really too much. Um, he is exceptionally laid back. You'd notice that even when there were werewolves, you know, breathing down the room, he's like, maybe we should be going. But he's not, you know, he's laid back. <laughs> All right. And I believe Ragnar is played by Nick. So, okay, what does Ragnar do? Would we see like a fighting style or Ragnar go punch? Defining features? Oh, okay. Ragnar's, he's got a club that he carries more like a walking stick. He's, you're not sure that, you know, it, it's kind of hard to see him actually getting like worked up and like, dude, let's go, dude. Kind of, you know, <laughs> he, he looks like a guy that just doesn't like to be flustered much and kind of, you know, he's just sort of like, yeah. It, think like Lebowski. I was just about to say, is he, the, is he Lebowski, the dude? Yeah. He's, he's like Lebowski. Uh, the rug really pulled the room together. Well, you know, <laughs> he's looking for something. That's for the, sure. He's the toe? Trying, trying to pull it together. Well, bunny he's looking for. Okay. All right. Uh, Harvester. Uh, I, I, yes, yes, I, yes, I am... Yes, I am playing a... I'm playing Harvester, a... A rogue, a rogue lizard folk, but, but, um, but, but you don't see me as that. You actually, um, but my, but my disguise, but my disguise is, is my disguise is Zerg Mazir of the town crier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now we have to establish, does Zerg Mazir has perfectly coiffed hair? That looks like he has like five pounds of hairspray on it. Yes. So Zerk Mazir is a werewolf of London. <laughs> <laughs> How appropriate. Uh you know, hold on just a second. I was, I no, just I just I no, I just imagine him as like that really like that really bad 70s news anchor haircut where it's super like it sticks up like three inches and then it's slicked back Troy McClure so so it looks like he has just like a helmet of hair on top of his head <laughs> uh, uh, Rob Burgundy yes <laughs> Rob <works>. Burgundy okay <laughs> all right uh, I think that takes also this Jason if you listen to this please don't get mad at us for characterizing <laughs> service here it was sorry, sorry. Think, it just kind of came up to. It was like, what? What disguise? I'll just be like, hi, I'm Zerg Mazir. Welcome to the town crier. I think Jason listening is a low probability event. So uh, I, I, I know, but Jazaka. <laughs> uh, okay. Hi, I'm Leia, and I'm playing Jotska. Jotska. Joshka um, is how I've been pronouncing her name. Um, I rolled up a lizard folk, which is interesting because I've never played a lizard folk. 
So she's about six foot tall. And she wears leather armor because she's a ranger, which apparently ranger's my calling in life because apparently that's what I always play. Um, and she... She's very anxious, but when it comes to crunch time, she can make plans and be very decisive as needed. And that's about it. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, by the way, is she in uh, like lizard form? Or yeah. Okay, so that might be some interesting dynamics with that. Would would a liz would one lizard folk automatically recognize another lizard folk? I would think there's a good chance they would. Um, yeah. Maybe some but, kind of maybe like a, a harvester. How high would you think a perception would be from Yaska? to realize that you're a, a fellow lizard person. I don't feel like it'd be super high, but. Hmm. Well, don't know, uh, both have like uh, pendants? They and do have gems, yeah. It's so a they, pendant or gem that you wear. Right. Yes. I don't know, you guys, you guys can think about that as we go through the introductions, but I think there's a good chance you might, you might be aware of the lizard focus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dolgar. Doing the party. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am Aaron. I am playing Dolgar, the divine soul dragonborn sorcerer. Um, he is uh, about six and a half feet tall, uh, but he's very thin for a dragonborn. Like, almost to the point where if he looks like he got caught in a stiff breeze, he might fall over kind of thing. Uh, he looks like typical Red Dragonborn features, hair, all that fun stuff. Um, okay. Sounds good. Uh, Irene? Yes. Irene is playing Letha. Uh, the gnome rogue. So Letha is like three feet tall and a little high strung, I think. I mean, she's woken up in a strange place, which is definitely not her groove and is pretty much choked on every single roll. So I'm assuming she's a little freaked out right now and not. She hasn't had a morning coffee. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you need that before you can talk to someone. Yeah, coffee before talkie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Vathrak, you have uh, two characters kind of to do, so um, go for it. Yeah, no, I didn't really think about what uh, what Steve Bob looks like or anything like that, but besides that, he's on the crutches and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but Durs Durs is a is a half is a half elk. I mean a not not half orc. He's he's an orc. I'm all confused for some reason. Let me stop and get my composure. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so words are so hard, Durs, we know. Durs is an orc. Copy. Durs is an orc. He's about uh, six feet tall. Uh, typical, um, typical coloring: skin, eyes, and and hair black. 
uh, hair, uh, gray skin, red eyes. Um, the thing about Durs is he is only 12 years old. Uh, 12 years old is fully grown for orcs, but he did not grow up with orcs, so everybody still treats him like a child, and he hates it because he's full grown as an orc. So I'm just trying to think of how you might have Steve Bob along. Um, is it chaperone? Possible? Yeah. Is it? Are you being chaperoned? Like the village maybe keeps, you know, Steve Bob follows you around to make sure you don't get in trouble or something like that. I'm just he does. He does chaperone me, and uh, since he since I am a bard, he also uh, helps me with some of my instruments sometimes. All right. That sounds good. So is your uh, roadie? He is roadie slash um, um, guardian, I guess you could say. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I was thinking guardian. Because he was Wait. previously a beggar, so you have you have gave him steady employment. So that's pretty good. All right. Um, so you guys have now uh, cleaned out this uh, silver glade room. And uh, from here, you can see an exit to the north and exit to the south. Um, and that's pretty much it. You did hear that ringing sound come from the north when you flipped the switch. Just reminding of that. Well, we know the booby trap by the southern door is now taken care of. Uh, you also know there wasn't one at the northern door because people ran through it away from the well. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> good thinking. <laughs> one other thing, uh, just I guess you could, if you were going to think about going one of these ways, we could do like a history or survival, if just to see what people know about the areas around here. Um, for traveling purposes, because I think you're getting the idea, because I think everybody on Alara knows that the Silver Glade is known for werewolves and things like that. So I think you would get the idea that whatever this weird place you're in, it seems like it's actually tied to the real world in some way. Um, so I'll if you were going to... Yeah, go for it. It's, it's a survival. theme park. Uh, I'll do a history check. Natural 20. Yes. Okay. Two natural 20. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I, oh gosh. Harvester doesn't <laughs> natural roll anymore. I rolled. That was a history check. Yeah. So uh, let's say that Dolgar. Uh, Dolgar's a dragonborn, right? So yeah. let's say Dolgar knows quite a bit about Dragon's Reach. Um, so. You would be very aware that uh, Dragon's Reach is a relatively dangerous place, um, known for uh, various dragon attacks. There's also been uh, some gang activity going on in the area. Um, and actually, one thing that you would know is at this particular like time of year, at least in the real world, is particularly active for some larger dragons. Um, so there, there's a distinct possibility of a, an encounter um, with some sort of dragon if you were to go to the north. Um, let's see. Letha 
has a lot of information about traveling south. Um, she would know that going south in this direction would lead you to the wastes, which is like a big desert area. There's a possibility of, um, well, people tend to get lost in the wastes, for example. Um, food and water could be a problem. Uh, disorientation and the weather could be a problem. And then uh, just sort of traveling that direction. Sorry, I have to page through a whole lot of uh, a lot of tables that I printed here. Um, to do so, I can give you something else. Maybe there's not. A, oh, here we go. Uh, kind of traveling that direction, you might again run into some bandits. Would be a possibility. Um, you could. What else could we run into? I want to give you one more thing for sure. Uh, oh, there is also, you have actually heard rumors of a creature called the Grind um, that has been roaming this area to the south. So there's a possibility that you might run into that. Uh, but yeah, I think that, I think that's enough information. Well, if we go north, we go up to my territory, which is Dragon's Reach. And which speaks for itself, if we go that direction, there is a fairly decent chance we run into some dragons. If we go south, we have the wastes and bandits and lack of food and water. Uh, pretty much it's, nothing till we hit on a call if we made it that far. Correct. And it's a Lara, so every way sucks, right? So, yeah. <laughs> and all right. If you get to on a call, you lose it all in on a call. <laughs> feel like we might lose it all before we even got there. Mine. All right. Does anyone have a like really strong opinion about a direction to go, or we could uh, just? It would suck to so, be without food and water. Yeah, Dogar yeah. would. I like, I think I'd rather dog. chance a dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys are going to go north. Um. So, I uh, think about this map, and we've kind of alluded to it before. Uh, it's not going to be to scale most of the time. So. Like, there's a grid on it. I didn't want to make it any smaller. Um, but it's not really only, like, 20 feet to the next room. Um, that's just kind of how this is set up. Uh, there <coughs> are a couple of the rooms, if we have, like, combats, the grid is correct for those. But, like, you know, the werewolf encounter, it, it's not exactly set up that way, right? So uh, that that's the same thing. So you guys are going to travel down this hallway for a little bit of, of time. And I think we're up to Dolgar for a travel table roll. So you're going to be rolling on the travel table for Dragon's Reach. This can um, only go well. So this is going to be the off-road travel table because there are no roads here. So roll a d20. This is going to be your hallway <laughs> encounter. I got a 16. You got a 16. 
So a half elf covered in fire ants runs by the party as they scream. <laughs> as they scream, not again. They drop an important looking letter. Uh, uh, Lethal will pick it up since she's half as far from the ground as everyone else. Okay. Uh, so I'm assuming you would pop open this letter and take a look at it. Is there any way we could have brushed the fire ants off of this? <laughs> I, actually... I was gonna, I was gonna attempt to use press digitation to blow the fire ants off of it. Uh, yeah, you can totally do that. How about, uh, how about a dex check just for like your reaction time to get that done? Oh. I accidentally uncovered a little bit, but it's okay. Okay, I, I can, I can make him like grab him. Can't see much. Uh, so we'll talk about if you try to grab him, what's going to happen. But we'll we'll see if you're so, quick enough to do the press the digitation. I'm going to investigate uh, the letter. Make sure okay. there's no ants on it. So death check. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 it rolled it, but it, it th it's like that for a second. So I don't know if it actually. Okay, did it show up? It did. Yeah, twelve. Ragnar can do the same dex check. Ragnar tried to do the dex check in his screen with white. Oh. Yeah, mine did the same oh, thing. Oh, there it goes. There, I think maybe because I'm uncovering the map at the same time, which might be lagging yeah. it out. I've got a spinning it, wheel of... It, yes, yeah, I, I am also getting... Yeah, you got a... Yeah, you're, you're... I just lagged. Yeah, that's exciting. Oh, more map has appeared now. Yes, more map has Ooh. appeared. So I think that's what was going on as the map was getting uncovered. Yeah. Uh, so looking at the first checks that got rolled there, uh, Dolgar rolled 12. So you spun around as he was running by yelling about these fire ants and tried to press the digitate the ants off of him. You were a little bit slow, but you were able to remove a few of the ants from him. But he continued running. And uh, as he ran by Ragnar, Ragnar reached out to try to grab him. Um, he slipped through his hands. He ran out the door at the bottom of the hallway. And as he did, uh, you swear that he just kind of disappeared. So he doesn't seem to be around anymore. Um, See, what, what, what happened? <laughs> it's kind of like he was a spirit or a ghost or... Something really weird. You're not quite sure. Um, the letter, however, that Letha has, uh, she's able to open it up. And okay. uh, Letha, could you roll a d20? And we're going to see. This is an important letter, but I want to see how. Okay. This is pretty complete. Um, this letter is detailing kind of how this dungeon area works. And at an 18 out of 20, you're going to get most of the details of what's going on. Uh, basically, this is like a miniature version of Alara. And every single room that uh, you would go to, you don't quite get the information of how many rooms that there are. But there are several of these rooms that have these switches in them. And the switches control these crystals that power some sort of device. And the other thing that you get out of that is that that device is actually in the center of Dragon's Reach and is guarded by a really large, angry red dragon. 
So oh, good. Based, based on this, you would determine that the last place that you want to go is Dragon's Reach because you need to get all the switches flipped before you go there. So this was a rather lucky encounter that you had. Good. Yeah, guys, we need to start south, and she just relays everything in the letter. So we need to turn around. Okie dokie. Let's do that then. Uh, 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 So, all right, lead the way. All right, so you guys turn around. Uh, you're going to head back down in through the Silver Glade room. And then uh, you're going to start heading down this hallway um, towards the wastes. And as you do so, uh, Letha is going to roll on the Hunter's Reach travel table. Or Hunter's Bounty travel table. So give me just a second as I flip my way over. To the bazillion. Okay, so this is another D20 as you go through the Hunter's Bounty travel table. And oh! Where's the token go? Uh. Oh, where did your token go? Uh, somebody... Where is... Where is... <laughs> I tried to put my token in the map was too zoomed in and I may have... Oh, there you go. I put you back. I don't know where you went, but you're back now. Uh, okay, thank you. Okay, so we're on the Hunter's Bounty travel table for off-road, and you rolled a one. Um, Five dragons appeared. <laughs> dragons read, so maybe not. So we're or, going or, to, or a hurricane. So we're going to read be, this. Earthquake. It'll be blue uh, dragons or worms, one or the other. <laughs> Uh, we're going to read what's on the table here, and then we're going to have to translate it into something that makes sense for this situation. Um, so, 2D8 villagers have disappeared from the town of Lockford. They simply walked away from town one day with no possessions or contact with the town. They have been possessed by slisks and are traveling back to a cave near the Silver Glade. So basically what this is going to mean is that you're going to have an encounter with 2d8 slisks. Um, so if you'd like to roll 2d8 while I open the book and figure out what the heck a slisk is. Um, and so since Letha rolled the one, I think she needs to roll the new d8, 2d8. I, yeah, I think so. It's still her travel table. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> So it's backslash roll. Uh, you can D8. just you can just the D eights are down. You at can the right click. You can right D8. click on the D eight, and then it gives you a wheel of. Don't you have, oh, don't cool. you also have five re rolls? I do. Well, now I have four. Thirteen. That's a lucky number, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's very lucky. Um, okay. So. Those are folks' friends are going to eat well. If you guys want to put yourselves in whatever order you think you would have been in in this hallway, uh, let me uh, grab. Dolgar is in the let back. Let me zoom in enough that I can move my character. I okay. think I would be near the frontish. Okay. So out there. All right. 
I'm just going to bring in a little picture here to show you. And then, like I said, all of this is going to take a little bit of setup time because I couldn't code every single thing here. So uh, let's see. I'm going to show you some Slisk art to start, which again may uh, may cause Leia some problems, but we'll see. Um, so I just put this in here. Where did it go? Ah, save as. To Yaskas? Why are you on me? Because I guess you found the other one. That must be what happened. Let's actually delete both of those. <laughs> delete token, delete token. I think you must have thrown yourself into the gray area before. <laughs> Probably. There or maybe go. she was behind someone. That's possible. Uh, so here is the, oh gosh. Oh my gosh. What are the limitations on a reroll? Uh, well, I, I had originally said we couldn't use it on these travel tables. Okay, um, oh, that's fine. I forgot about it. Oh, God. Yeah. Ew, it's a bug. Ew! Oh, that's what a slisk is. Okay. Where, oh. uh, where is the monster table? The yeah, so, book. so what is going to happen with these, these slisks uh, can climb on difficult surfaces, including upside down on the ceilings. Um, and so actually what's going to happen is all of these things are crawling along on the ceiling above you. And so before we have this encounter, I'm going to have the slisks roll a stealth to see if you notice them. And then all of you can roll a perception. And we'll see if they're going to get a surprise attack. Oh, no. These 13 slits. Perception. Oh, I'm my gosh. Letha. <laughs> now I roll well. <sighs> <laughs> that was me last game. I think Wrath gave me, I want to say, 10 freaking rerolls, and I think only two helped. <laughs> All right. So they're actually pretty stealthy. They rolled a uh, 22 on stealth. So the only person that noticed... I see them all. Yes. So you notice oh. all of these slisks on the ceiling um, just as they're about to leap down on the party and you have enough time to kind of warn everybody. So we will not do a surprise round. Um, <laughs> but we will... There's really big bugs. Uh, we will need to roll initiative. So everybody can roll initiative. And uh, uh, make sure initiative that's on the main page. It is. Yep. I I uh, will proceed, Bob. Jeez, why why are my rolls so horrible and have such high modifiers? <laughs> uh, I rolled a natural one. If you want to feel better. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I rolled almost a crit to begin with. Okay. Nice. Right. So, oh, sorry. Uh, Sorry to complain. It's just it's it's just funny seeing I have such high modifiers and gain like the highest I've got of like a four. <laughs> I'm sure it'll yeah, turn I around. I one on my first stealth check. It's not yeah. a good rogue. I'm sure it will turn around. <laughs> All right, so I'm just quickly coding some slisks here. Uh, so there we go, slisk, and we need. 13 of those suckers in the combat tracker. So that's going to be... That's gonna be we need a swarm of slisks, actually, is what we need. That would work. Or what better. you could do is just 
No, no, you can't do it in fantasy grounds. <laughs> we'll just track it. It's yeah. Uh, all right, six. I think we might just kind of theater of mind this. Even like we have the space there, but I don't really want to put thirteen lists out on the yeah. out on the map. So we'll just say they're on the ceiling. Um, they're gonna like they're gonna jump down at you basically. And let me roll. Oh gosh, let me roll initiative for these guys really quick. Um, NPC initiatives. There we go. All right. So uh, Yaska. Uh, you're headed down this hallway, and Letha all of a sudden screams out that there are a bunch of bugs on the ceiling, and they're falling towards you. And as they do, uh, you get to take a turn. Um, okay. So if you're going to target anything, you can do it on the combat tracker, because I don't have these out on the map. Um, okay. So yeah. targets list one. Okay. And I guess fire an arrow at them. But nice. I get to do it twice because I am high enough to do two attacks. All right. That sounds good. You can drag That's off good. your character sheet and on top of the uh, thing in the combat tracker and it'll and target it. Oh, interesting. Nice. I just they both hit. Yeah. So damage. All right, so we're going to let you change targets in between. So you killed Splisk 1, and then if you want to just target another one, and uh, actually I'll just kill another one because you're going to kill it. Uh, just roll some okay. damage. And uh, which which other one do you want to kill? You just want to kill number two, <laughs> I guess. Just do Splisk 10 since that was the one right okay. behind it. So there we go. All right. Yeah, it'll die. So. All right, that sounds good. Uh, do you have anything else you can do on your turn? You so these things were kind of jumping off the ceiling, and you skewered Stay two here. of them to the ceiling. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, we now have all of these lists. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so what's going to happen is they're all going to fall from the ceiling. And so they're kind of randomly up here. And what I'm going to do is just kind of roll a, a D8 and decide who they're going to go after. Um, with each one of these attacks. So list 11 will roll a quick d8. And that's a 4. So that's going to be Dolgar. So Slisk 11 is going to target Dolgar. And their only attack is a plus 4 bite attack. So would a 17 hit Dolgar? Uh, yeah, because uh, I'd be a uh, squishy sorcerer. <laughs> All right, so Dolgar's going to take one piercing damage, and you need to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah, that's going to be a fail. Hmm. Uh, that is true. Um, so you're actually, um, you are charmed. Uh, actually, I, I'm going to cash in. One of my uh, so one of my divine soul sorcerers, and roll two d four to add to this. Okay. Because as a divine soul sorcerer, I can if I fail a saving throw, I can add two d four to the results. Okay, that sounds good. Go for it. Uh, yeah, you have saved. So you are not shown. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, right. I, I can't. Okay, I can't use that again the rest of the time. <laughs> that was good. All right, uh, Slisk number twelve. We'll do a quick D eight. That is an eight. That's a reroll. Uh, oh my gosh, another eight. That's a reroll. What is going on? One. That's Ragnar. So Slisk twelve is negative two. Oh, it gets a negative two. Okay. Yeah. So we'll roll. How is a 14 to Ragnar? That hits. All right, so Ragnar is going to take one damage, and you need to make a con save. Ragnar succeeds. Uh, Slisk number 13. We will do. Why did you have to roll a 13, Irene? This is so many. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so Slisk number 13 is going to go after Letha. And uh, let's see. Would I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes. So that's yes, a 22. All right. So Letha's going to take one damage and you need to make a con save. You succeeded. All right. Slisk number two. From dropping from the ceiling and also attacking Letha. And here's a D20. I don't think a 13 hits Letha. Uh, no. Okay. Slisk number three. Dropping down from the ceiling and re-rolling. Dropping down from the ceiling and attacking Yaska. And with the D20, that is a big number. That's an 18. Uh, let me find my character sheet real fast. 18, uh, main, main. Uh, no, does not hit. Oh my awesome. gosh. That's good. All right, Swiss number four is going to go with a one and go after Ragnar. And, a f oh, minus two is nine, plus four is 13. That hits. That does just hit, right? Okay, so yeah. one damage and a con save for Ragnar. Cool. Perfect. Now, I, I think he saves. When I uh, make a save, do these things still stick on me? Uh, yeah, so they, they are... Uh, yeah, so they like drop down and one of them's on one shoulder and one of them's like crawling down your back and they're biting you. Oh. So yes. Yeah. So what you've done is you basically resisted um, what they were trying to do with you with the, the bite. Uh, there's a, a feeling of them trying to control you somehow mentally when they bite you. It's really Which quite weird. Cool. Yeah. Things are gross. Oh, we're halfway through this list, guys. Yeah, we're moving along. Uh, Slisk number five. Oh, is I'm going, so sorry. <laughs> going after Dolgar. And let's see, he's going to roll, uh, that'd be a 13 to Dolgar? That looks uh, like a hit. Uh, uh no, because I'm going to do a thing. Okay. If, if it, and. Like shield, uh, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are, you are good. You're safe. We're moving down the list. Uh, Slisk number six is okay, that's going. three times fast. Yeah, it's rough. Oh my gosh, another five. So that's Lisa. Yeah. And we're going to do big numbers. 
Mm, so that's that's gonna 20, hit. Yeah, twenty one. So all right, con save for Letha. Success. <laughs> we only have three left, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I gotta redo that. Reroll. Two harvester first time. <laughs> uh, fifteen harvester. Uh, uh, that 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 is equal to my AC. All right, Harvester, you need to make a con save, and you take one damage as this thing drops and bites your hand. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. You actually hear, like, a scream of frustration coming from further down the hallway. Um, Awesome. All right, Slisk number eight. Only two of these. Is the three, that's Yaska again. And she's almost impossible to hit. That's a one. Okay, we have to we have to whip out the fairy and fumble table here. <laughs> and let's see. I'm just hoping for all slisks die in a fire. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Three oh for uh that cheat. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. Uh let's see. Crit fumble. Oh, how much for that cheat? For all slisks die in a fire? Uh, off of the, one. Uh, I mean, I, I would do it for ten bucks for sure. Ten as bucks. like a plot point. I, it's worth ten bucks to get past this encounter to me. I don't know about anybody else. Yes, that sounds yes. good. Yes, <laughs> you're willing to put ten bucks in. Yes. Okie dokie. All right. Ten bucks now. So somehow this uh, this list uh, bites Yaska, and like a, a fire erupts from Yaska. She's not quite sure where this came from. Like her blood or something is super poisonous. It was a stray. It was a stray vial of alchemist fire. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. She had a little bit of alchemist fire on her still, and it erupts and spreads, and all of these things just burn up. And actually, you hear the screeching of uh, like a. It's kind of a feminine sound, and it's a oh, no. much louder. Uh, down the hall, and you hear her screeching as well, and uh, and uh, the fire kind of erupts, and you see flame from down the hallway, and there are no more slisks. So, thank you, Nick, for ending the torture of the thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We ended up with something so bad we had to donate. <laughs> uh, uh, well, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> So far, it's just uh, pay our way out of everything. That's what's happened to, to werewolves and slisks. <laughs> so uh, here we go. I don't like uh, the slisks, man. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, you guys continue along, and um, you make your way down to a room that is in the wastes. And give me just a second. Uh, this is room number seven on the map. Um, hey, Dave, do we know what our hit points are? Because my hit points didn't translate. Oh, they did not. Why the heck? Why don't it you have hit points? Roll it's not 11 points. Uh, do you know how many hit points you're supposed to have? Otherwise, we can. I'm looking what, on what's your class? I'm looking on Lizard Fox. What's your Yeah, she's, no, what? she's, a, she's a ranger and she has ranger. 17. So that's a D, D10. With plus three, 
So that so it's max for first level, so that's thirteen, and then it's average after that. So that'd be so six that's... every turn, so nine every turn times seven, six, eighty hit points, I think. About I D and D beyond says seventy six. You want me just to take seventy six? Yeah. That yeah that's fine. Okay. okay. I don't know, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I what got happened? it. That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, so as you guys come up to this uh, area in the waste, um, hold on just a second. I got lost dealing with hit points. Uh, let's see. Okay, there are a couple of things going on in this room. Um, so actually, uh, let's see. Which thing do we want to do? All right, how about this? Uh, whose turn is it? I think it's Durr's. Uh, roll a flat d20, and on a 1 through 10, you're going to deal with only the positive things in this room. And on an 11 through 20, you're going to have to deal with the negative things in this room and then the positive things in the room. Of course. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> the positive things. Okay. So um, as, as you approach this room, you notice that the room is filled with um, swirling sand. And it looks to be blowing quite forcefully. Um, can everybody roll perception? Uh, perception is... I see sand. <laughs> I see lots of sand. Hey, we're going to the beach. All right. I, I, I actually see something. Yeah. So Letha and Harvester can see that through the sand, there are some, a couple of things. There's some glowing lights. Um, and you can like, you can read the, what looks like some kind of billboard that's advertising some kind of games or something. Um, but it seems like you're going to have to get to this, Sand storm to get to it. I think. Uh, well, actually, wouldn't. When, uh, do we I need a roll history check? Do I need a roll history check that those could oh, be thought... like on the coal lights? Oh wait, wait, wait. Now oh, Dares rolled the seven, so you have to deal with the bad stuff, and and that's then you get the good stuff. Oh, did, did I get it? Reversed? Oh, is that the opposite of what I said? Yeah. Oh, no. then turn it around. There is no sand. Sorry. <laughs> Why did I There's say There's a beautiful weird... beach. Yeah. I thought it was just to... Uh, no, I'm messing Why? Why would I say it that way? That's... Then I turned... I, turned I don't know. I was confused. I, I was confused, but I was just going... With... Okay, well... <laughs> we'll go with... keeping us on our toes. We'll go I... with what I said and not what I meant. Um, oh, so, for yeah. some reason, the sand was somehow a good thing. No. All right. There's no sandstorm. No sandstorm. There, there are two very interesting things in this room. Uh, one of those, there is a gate. Um, so I don't. Uh, we could do some arcana checks to see if you guys recognize this. The players would recognize it. It is like uh, uh, one of the gates from the show. Um, can 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 I cast guidance on myself, or is that not allowed? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Okay, so I'm gonna do that, 
And uh, so that's a total of 23 for Dolgar. Nice. Okay. That's going to be a straight roll, and that's a 17. So. Okay. Yaska has heard of Ogas. There's Chris. <laughs> There's knows all. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my wife brought me popcorn and now I'm choking on it. Um, <laughs> Yaska has heard of the gates. I'm going to mute while I choke. Evil popcorn. Forget that. Yeah, okay. But if he mutes, then we're not going to know if he just passes out over there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Yaska has heard of gates for sure. Uh, Durs. Well, actually, let's come back to Durs. Dolgar uh, also has actually read a book about the gates. He's never seen one, but he has read a book about gates and definitely recognizes what this thing is and knows that it's used to travel. Um, and he also knows the locations around Alara where they are, so he knows that there's one um, in Onakal. Which you would imagine is this gate, and that there's another one in the Evergreen Forest, um, and that those are connected somehow. And actually, uh, quite shockingly, Durs has been through a gate in real life before. Um, That's awesome. So, <laughs> so Durs has actually traveled. Uh, roll. Uh, I guess just roll a d20, and on odds, you have been through this gate, and on evens, you have been through the gate in the evergreen. So, so possible yeah. spoiler, um, at what point in the timeline are we playing? Like, do they work now? Uh, the, the gates do work. You're, you're not really in a timeline, because okay. uh, yeah. You're, yeah, you're just okay, kind of but in. but they work. Yes, Without the hopefully gates. blowing up our heads? Yes. Well... They work according to the gate mechanics in the book, which may blow up your head. <laughs> so Okay, cool. So there's a gate. Uh, the other thing is there are a bunch of game tables set up. Um, yes. And there, there are uh, kind of people. Um, they look like mannequins, like standing behind these. And there's little signs explaining the rules of how these games work. Um, so I'll explain the rules really quick. Uh, there are some gambling games. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, the other thing is, behind the gambling games, there are a uh, like, collection of prizes and stuff. They kind of look like Chuck E. Cheese prizes. And up above all of those prizes, there is a chest, like a glowing chest, like you guys saw before in the Silver Glade room. And it says, 1,000 tickets. Okay, so um, there's a couple of so, games that you can play. Chuck E. Cheese game room. Yes, yes. So Chuck E. Cheese game room. <laughs> so is there, there the one with the spinny thing where you hit the button? <laughs> there's two <laughs> games. <laughs> there's two <laughs> games. Uh, one of the games, if you were to go up, the mannequin would just like robotically report um, how this works, which is there's a couple of big fuzzy dice and... Uh, the player rolls 2d6. If you roll a 7 or 12, you win. It doubles your bet. Um, and then uh, the other one is a little more complicated, and I'm not going to robot voice the whole thing. 
Um, but the player can bet any amount and choose a number between one and six. The dealer rolls 3d6. If one matches, you get your money back plus an equal amount. If two dice match, you get your money back plus double the amount. And if three dice match, you get your money back plus triple the amount. Um, the other thing is there's a little machine beside these. Um, and everyone, if you were to go up to that, um, it basically just says uh, 50 starter points. So everyone can get like a, a little bucket and 50 little starter coins that you can bet with. Why do I not trust Dave with the odds on these? <laughs> They're actually very favorable. I, it, it's good. It's good. I took some games that were fair and I and I upped the odds to make them um, more favorable in honor of of Jason's bad math skills on uh, <laughs> on gambling. <laughs> Oh, not, I remember that episode. Yes, this is not quite as bad as his, but I love that you speak in the singular. <laughs> yeah, okay, I want to give part. it a try. All right, which one do you want to do? Do you want to do? So you have fifty gold pieces. Uh, do you want to do the game where you roll the two d six and you win on a seven or a twelve, or do you want to call out a number and uh, and go that direction? Gold pieces or tickets? Uh, yeah, so they're gold pieces and and um, they're I golden guess, tickets. They're yes. golden tickets. Let's go with that. Yes. With that little golden token things. Yes. So which one are you doing? I'll try the seven or the twelve. All right. So roll two d six. Um, you're you're paying. Uh, so what you do is you make a bet. So you can do five golds. You could do fifty golds. You could do twenty five gold. However much you want to do. Of your golden tickets. Okay. I'll do five gold. Okay. And 2d6 rolling. All right. Oh! So you're, you're down to That 40. is literally 2-6. You're down That's to funny. 45. <laughs> All yeah. right. Okay. I'll, I'll do the... I'll do the guess a number. All right. That sounds good. Uh, by the way, I'm now... Uh, Hold on. I'm trying to track these, and I'm I'm not catch keeping up with voices. Is that Lunar Shroud? Is that or Aaron? No, that's Aaron. Aaron. Okay, good. Uh, what? I was just trying to get the voices in order so I can keep track of your money. Um, oh, okay. Okay, Aaron. So, so how much are you betting? I'm gonna go ten golds. And then I'm going to guess a three. Okay, go for it. Oof. That? There are no threes, so you're down to 40 gold. Uh, we're just I think we'll just go and order through these so we can do this a little faster, if that's okay. Um, okay. Ragnar, do you have a... Would you like to play one of these games? Oh, sure. Okay. Let's go craps for 25. All right. You could put us in the initiative tracker. That would uh, kind of help, maybe. Oh, we could do that if you wanted. Uh, I'm just saying, I don't know if it'll help you keep track of who's going when. So, so you won. Yes, so you run 25, so you're up to 75. Woohoo. Nice. 
All right. I'm, actually, I don't think we need initiative because I'm just going to go in order across the top. Yeah. So I think it'll be okay. Uh, Harvester. Yes. Uh, do you want to play a game? Uh, yeah, I'll do the I'll do the seven or twelve. All right. So roll. Uh, how much are you betting? And then two d six. I will do. Uh, I'll do five, and then then how uh, how how do you do how do you do the the so double just, dice? Uh, if oh, you, right, you just right click on the dice. Yep. The other oh, thing okay. you can do is you can left click, and as you're dragging, you can right click to add dice. So that works too. But either way. Oh, okay. I, I, I did. Yeah, I did the times two. All right. Uh, you did not win. You're down to forty-five. Yes. Um, Yaska, you already played, right? But you can let's just do it again, just to get in okay. order. Okay. I want to do the other one, the call a number. All right. So how much are you betting? You have forty-five. You know what? I'll try ten. All right. Go for ten. And what number are you looking for? And you're rolling 3d6, right? Yep, yeah. 3d6. But you need to say a number. Yep. To show I I'm trying to think of the number. Um, four. All right, go for it. 3d6. We're looking for fours. Okay. 3d6. You got one four, so you get your ten gold back and get ten more, so you're at fifty-five. Okay. Uh Dolgar. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick to the call number. We're gonna go for deuces this time, and we're gonna bet fifteen gold. All right. Uh so you got that back so you're up to 55 gold now so you're in the positive <laughs> Letha hey um I'm gonna do the 3d6 call out a number okay I'm gonna call five okay sounds good all Yay. right so you are up to 60 gold Excellent. Vathrak. You get to do this twice because uh, Steve Bob gets to go too. Okay, so Darren will do the 7 and 12. Okay. For 25. All right. I just forgot. What are we. Is that D20? It's 2D6. It's, 2D6. Yeah, it's 2D6. And you win on a 7 or a 12. That is a seven, and that's a win. And actually, um, as you do this, you notice that the dealer doesn't just slide 50 gold over to you. He slides over 75. Um, oh. So you have turned your 50 gold into 125. Oh, did you go yeah. all in? He he went 25. Uh, he oh, won, okay, okay, okay. He won 75 as awesome. a result. Um, nice. Steve Bob. Evolve is going to do the uh, the 3D6 call his own. And so he's okay. going to call two. Okay. And how much is he betting? He is going to bet um, he's going to bet 20. 
Okay. Steve Bob got his 20 back and got 20 more, so he has 70. At the end of the round, 185, 225, 230, 290, 394, 15, 485. The party has 485 at the end of round one. And we need 1,000, right? So Yeah. You need 1,000 to get the chest. So um, are we going back through everybody for another round? Or, like, you could pool yeah, your sure. money together and do bigger bets, but. Um, we can just keep doing individual. Yeah, individual seems good. <laughs> All right, fun. we'll go through. We'll go through another round and see what we can do. Uh, Leia. Okay. Oh no, we're in the wrong order. Sorry, Ragnar. Yeah, Ragnar. Craps for twenty-five. All right. Booyah! Boom! Nice. So you bet twenty-five, and you notice that you actually get one hundred back as it seems to have paid out at four to one now. Um, so that puts Ragnar at 175 and the party at 585. Uh, Harvester. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, try the, I'll try the triple numbers. Cut okay. triple call a number. All right. Uh, that's three, three die six. What what number are you going for? Um, I'll try four. Okay. No, oh, no. I there are no fours. There are no fours there, and I yeah, I just yeah. So you okay. Made, you said twenty or twenty-five. Uh, yeah, I said twenty. Okay. We'll check that recording later. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh, wait. Sorry. That takes us to Yaska. You have 55 right now. I'm going to bet 20, and I'm going to call a three. All right, go for it. There are no threes. <laughs> I would six my four. Four, five, okay. six, I figures. Yeah. All right. Uh, that takes us to Dolgar. Uh, call a number on fives for 25. All right. Oh, oh my gosh. Triple wow. Sixes. Triple sixes. <laughs> I, been, I actually thought about six. six feels that would have been big money. Could have been. Everybody's losing now. Letha. Oh, that's me. Sorry. I'm. Yes. Um, um... I'm feeling the number six, so let's find out uh, for putting 20 down. Okay. Uh, oh, my gosh. No. Going down. We're down. All to, dash. <laughs> down to 40 gold. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Vathrak, yeah, you, got your, you got your two rolls. Uh, Durs has 125, and Steve Bob has 70. Uh, Steve Bob, give me your money. <laughs> All right, Steve Bob will hand it over beautifully. So you have 195 now. Okay, so I'm gonna go big money here. I'm gonna do 100. All big right, money, no whammies. 100, 100, and I'm calling. I'm calling my own 3d6. I'm calling a five. Okay, 
Big money, no whammies. You have a pile of rerolls, and oh, I will let go. you. I will let you use your rerolls. I will reroll then. I'm down to three rerolls. Okay. Still no got, five. <laughs> you got more rerolls. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I thought uh, two, two per two. Per, are you still doing the two? Uh, you you can roll again if you want. I don't care. It's your it's your rerolls. <laughs> so it's up okay. To you. Down to two rerolls. All right. Matt beats you. <laughs> I think the this is just a bad round. Our side for this round. <laughs> can we auto crit and just win the win the house? Yeah, I've got uh, two auto crits. I'm wondering if we could, uh, if, if 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 I roll that, you'll yeah, you'll let me take the yeah for it for an auto five. crit. I yeah, I'll give you three fives for an auto crit. Yep. <laughs> okay, then that's what I will do. I'll take my three fives, <laughs> and I'll be down to one auto crit and two rerolls. Um. Okay. So if you do that, then you are going to get. Triple your, you bet 100, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So you get 300, which takes you to 495. And then let me do some quick addition because everybody else lost except Ragnar this round. So I think you're still <laughs> not quite there. Uh, 535, 570, 595, 625. You're at 800 gold tickets as a party right now. So do it, right? Nice. Well, you need it. You need a thousand. We need two hundred more. This yeah, darn one more round. We could do this. Killing me. <laughs> All right, we can go through one more round if that's what you want, I, or if the party has an idea on how to get the last two hundred. Um, we could do that too. I'll, I'll, I'll do an auto crit oh. to, um, pay out on whatever yeah. I've got left. If you want, I can, uh, since I got so much money, I will donate to yours, whatever, to get us to a thousand. I've got 40. Well, I'm talking about, I'm talking about money off of me, you know, like, yeah. so. Yeah. Math, you know, if, the math guy. So how much do I need to, how many pictures do I need to donate? Yeah. How much? Gold? I will tell, I will yeah. actually, I will tell you what, I will do a thing for you. Um, <laughs> if you guys were to so Letha is like really really feeling like she's going to do great on this next role um so if everybody were to give Letha their money she would have 800 and if she auto crits that um right above where there's the chest with 1000 tickets uh, there's a little sign that says or two for 1600 heck so, yes <laughs> yeah, give her your money and let her auto crit. Yeah, uh, yes. blowing the dice. All right, so there's not not even. A, yeah, I guess I guess no reason to roll. So you you yes. you roll these things and uh, whatever number you call, uh, maybe just for fun. But what number does she get? Is it all ones or all sixes or all? Uh, what does Letha call? All right, just for the luck of it, triple ones. All right. That's good. So three ones She's rolled a lot of those. <laughs> pop up and, and you're handed over this pile of tickets and hey. you go to you go <laughs> to turn them in. Um and uh one of the mannequins takes this long rod and pulls down 
uh, these two chests and hands them over to you to open up. And we have to go back to that wonderful table of treasure. And you get to roll on that table twice. And it's Uh the 1d27 again. There are, uh, you get two of those. Okay, someone else roll one because, you know, I'm getting like Minotaur armor. I'll roll it since I had like most of the Yeah, you helped. Yeah. All right. Oops. Did I hit the wrong button? Yeah, if you want to do Vathrak and and Nick for rolling because they had most of the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Yes, please. Go for it. They did the best on the gambling game. Yeah, that works. So there's an eight. And oh, gosh. Slash die 1d27. Okay. Yeah. So eight is a good one. Awesome. And the 26 is also a pretty good one. So we'll deal with the 26 first. Um, the 26 is that Nick may have to help me on the pronunciation of this one. The topo? 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 Oh, topo. Oh, yes. topo. Topo. Sweet. Uh, so where the heck is that in the book? Quick here. One second. Uh, I don't even know what a topo is. It's the, it's the, the um, steel knuckles. For po. Yeah, it's, it's oh. The, yeah. oh, yeah. 285, which is really 287, I think, right? Or something. Uh, yeah. It's okay. The picture's on 288. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, and so knuckles. Yeah. So, Bree gave these to Poe, etc. A set of wooden knuckles with sharp points on them. Um, so they do a D4, and then you also gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls with the magic weapon. And you may declare that you're aiming for a creature's throat as part of your attack. If you hit your target, they <laughs> receive an, about this. They receive an extra 2D4 and are incapacitated until the end of your next turn. Oh, I forgot about Poe and those throat punches, man. I, I, I know. The second he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, because he was really good at throat punching. But yep. he was terrible <laughs> with weapons. So you have a throat punching knuckles. And uh, number eight, this is actually a really big chest. Um, so this thing, they, it takes a few of these mannequin guys to get this thing down. But they uh, they actually wheel this thing out and... And when you open it up, inside of this chest is the Malchus Mobile. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. That's nice. Oh, that's <laughs> I, awesome. I guess we're going to ride around in our little uh, thing in it. Yeah. Well, the thing about the Malchus Mobile is it's actually like piled full of, uh, like, you, you kind of look around and start going through, and there's all kinds of like random items that it seems like Malchus has left in here. And there's a lot of gold in the uh, like in the seat cushions, a bunch of loose gold coins because he's got so much he just doesn't care. Um, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so uh, if you want to roll, like if everybody could roll a D100, and the way you do that is you click the D10, and then there's a percent button there, and then you can add that much gold. 
to your inventory. We'll just let everybody keep. This is as you're digging through like this, the seat cushions. Oh, poor Ragnar. As, <laughs> nice. As you're, yeah, as you're digging through the seat cushions, you pull out that much gold. Um, so if you go to your inventory screen, uh, there may not even be like a. Oh, whoops. No. I just put it no. under treasure. Yeah. Under treasure, if you put a GP and then just put how much gold you got in. Oh, how, how do you do D20? I accidentally accidentally did 10 die 8. Oh, yeah. Uh, so right click the D10 and there's a percent button. Oh. For D100. If you right click on the D10. Oh, okay. How do you cancel the roll? Uh, just just re-roll. Just if would you Right, wait, do you, do you have the dice picked up and you're trying to not roll it or? Yes. Yeah, just don't roll it. Just release them somewhere that's not in the chat box. Okay. And then and then D10, right click. Oh, there is percent. Okay. All right, so you got 70. That's odd. We got 273. So you got 73 gold. Gosh, dang, popcorn. I'm throwing that in the trash. I can't handle it. She put, she put some kind of spicy stuff on it, and it's not working well. Um, okay. The other thing is there are three more of those random magic items that you guys rolled before the game started. So we're going to do uh, random magic item table rolls again. Um, so I guess I'm trying to think of a fair way to do this. I guess maybe everybody roll a d20 and the three highest are going to get magic items. Okay. As you're uh, digging through. <laughs> oh, we got two 20s. 20. <laughs> and a 19. <laughs> All right. Ragnar with his 18 just misses out. Uh, Durs, you're going to get the first one, so roll a d9. Uh, yeah, okay. So, oh, and Letha, okay. Oh, that was Letha's D20. All right. Durs <laughs> got a five. So that's table E, and then roll a D100. You got a 45. You get a potion of storm giant strength. Nice. So that is now in your inventory. So that gives you a strength of 29 for one hour. So that's there. Um, let's see, who is the other 20? That's Dolgar. Dolgar, roll the D9. Do we have the items Wait, that we what? rolled? Is it just... Oh, just roll. You can just roll the D10. That's fine. And then if it's a 10, just re-roll. Uh, what was that, Catherine? No, it's stuff that we rolled on. In, yeah, uh... I, yeah, I gave those to you. So you, you oh, I do that. have it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dogar got an 8 and an 88. Eight. So that's going to be <laughs> table H. And an 88 is... Um, oh, well, let's see if this is useful. Uh... Dolgar. 
Dolgar, you got a manual of quickness of action, and I'm just going to say you speed read it, and now you have 14 decks instead of 12. So that's what you get from that. Uh, the last one, we have a 19 from Harvester, so roll, yes. a, I guess, roll a d10, and then we'll go from there. That's a 3, so a, b, c, and then roll a d100. Uh, okay. You got a 67, which is a potion of mind reading. So. Oh, okay. That can come in handy. Yeah. So there we go. You've got that in your inventory. All right. So the other thing. Um. The other obvious thing in this room is there's a oh, gate. Where, oh, where, um, where there is, is it? Yeah, so just, uh, again, space in here is kind of weird. Um, I, I would say in this upper left-hand corner is kind of the gate area. Oh, okay. Um, the games were kind of down towards the middle. There is a door, and then if everybody could roll perception as you're kind of just you know, just the time that you've been in here and see if you pick up on anything else. Okay, let's see. I have a grab perception. Yep. No, I grab nature. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. Feel good. Uh, let me see what the DC I had on this was. It was pretty high. <laughs> yep, okay. Um, actually, Yaska just barely, and Letha, um, you actually find that there's a little trap door um, over on the right-hand side of the room, kind of by the, the part of the letter T that you can just see sticking under the door over there. There's a little trap door. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in this room. There's a gate, there's a door to the north, and there's a little trap door over here to the, to the east. Does anybody really want to play with the gate? That's my first question. Dogar would in character. <laughs> Dogar would hundred percent. I'm not sure Lisa would. <laughs> Myself, I really want to, but my character, I think, is more reserved than that and would be very hesitant. Yeah, I think Yaskin knows about the gates, too, and I think she would know it's probably more Dolgar's thing, right? Because he's... Yes. It, it requires a pretty powerful magic user to operate these things. Um, so that seems to be Dolgar's territory, and he has read some books about the gates, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I've so, actually been through one now. Uh, as far as the one that I've been through... Uh, was it a magic user that opened it, or was it way back when Sci uh, like a Scion opened it? Yeah, that's a good question. No, endurant. Um, I guess roll a d20, and on a 1 through 10, it was a Scion, and on 11 through 20, you were there with a wizard from Umanero. Yep, you went with a wizard. Cool. Uh, how about roll another d20, and let's see how well that situation went. For that wizard. Like, was it just a routine? Yeah, he didn't have a lot of trouble. So, 
he seemed to know what he was doing. He went through all of the steps. Um, it did. He did get a little panicked at one point, but he was able to pull it out, and and uh, you guys made it to your destination without a lot of trouble. So you would have the impression that someone that knows what they're doing could operate these gates pretty well. So, so Dolgar, um, if you're gonna mess with this gate, we have the gate mechanics. And I think as soon as we do these gate mechanics is probably when we're going to go on a break, by the way. Okay. So, Sounds good. Break. I I need to get <laughs> oh, uh, I, by the way, for a meta thing, um, we're probably going to have, you know, you got the little note that there's like the nine switches that you have to do or whatever. Most <laughs> likely we're going to have to change that to like you have to get four of the nine switches or something. Um, yeah, because uh, <laughs> this is gonna take. <laughs> We're halfway, gonna... and we've got what two? Yes. Well, you yeah. haven't you haven't done the switch in this room yet, but um, let's. <clears throat> there is one. Let's say you flipped it; it's gonna work. But uh, yeah, you've done two rooms in, in two hours, so um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a multi day thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's we'll a just... randomness thing completely that's gonna take forever because we're rolling really high on enemies. Yeah, that's sped that up. All right, so gate Sorry. mechanics is supposed to be 298, but we have to add, is it plus six? I think it's plus six, right? Ah, where's this at? I forget what the conversion factor is for the book. It actually is 298. How the heck is that? Oh, they get fixed, right? It's only the regions that's off in the, in the contents. That's right. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so gate mechanics. So if you're going to go up and try to make this thing work, um, it requires an arcana check to try to do this. Okay, I I'm going to ask two things. Yep. First, can I use guidance on this? Yep. <laughs> Second, can I use sorcery points to give myself advantage? Sure, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to do guidance on myself and yep. I'm going to burn two sorcery points or, or do you, do you want to do it? Two sorcery points to give me advantage or just one? Uh, what, what? Oh, for, for the, is it up to the DM how that works on these? Yes. Depending on how hard the check is. Because this is something that Jason did for when Calden did the. Oh, the bell thing. That's what you're doing. Yes. That's what All I'm right. referencing this okay you know i will i will say this first check i'll give you advantage for for one sorcery point okay there are three possible checks here so okay so first one and then added so it's a 23 for the first one Okay, you have succeeded. Make a con save. <laughs> uh, you have succeeded. On to the second check. Okay, you're going to use guidance again, but I'm not going to burn a sorcery point this time. All right, you have succeeded again. Make a con save. This this is gonna go poorly because I can only roll well so many times. Oh no! 
Oh no. All right. Uh, I believe. Hold on. Can I do donate one of my rerolls? Isn't that the level of exhaustion? Yes, that's that is one level of exhaustion. So you succeeded on the check, but you get a level of exhaustion. Okay. So the problem with the level of exhaustion is, doesn't that get you disadvantage on ability checks? Donate a reroll. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to double check. I don't deal with exhaustion a lot. Yes, so. it's ability checks is the first one. Yeah, Second yeah, yeah. level is have speed, and then third level is okay. attack rolls. So you, you have a reroll granted to you. Okay. So. It's slightly uh, better. <laughs> you, you you have still failed. Oh so no! You have you have a level of exhaustion. Um, but you're moving yeah. on to the third check, which now would be at disadvantage. Auto crit. All right, it's an auto crit. <laughs> uh, so you have succeeded. Uh, you do have to make one more con save, though. Okay. But. The worst that's going to happen is you're going to get a second level of exhaustion. But you don't. So you came out of that with one level of exhaustion. Um, so and I, I just imagine, like, Dogar is just dripping in sweat at this point, <laughs> trying to power this thing. So, And then once he gets it going, he just kind of, like, falls to his knees. It's just like... <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> If all three checks are successfully completed, the user will be able to mentally select any one of the other gates in the world, which the only other one that you know about is the Evergreen. Um, yeah. And, uh, oh, you actually are aware of the other gates. Please don't leave the continent. Uh, no, no. He, he, <laughs> I, would, I don't... He, he would probably just do the Evergreen. Okay. Uh, the destination guess... is clearly visible in the passage and will remain open for uh, four minutes. So you guys Find can travel. Switch and flip it. All right. Uh, the, the switch is pretty clearly glowing on the wall as this gate flip. is opened. So the switch flips. You hear a ringing sound to the north. There is not a chest that drops down this time. You seem to think you probably already got the chest out of this room. And there's a... Just mobile. <laughs> you guys are going to uh, ride the Malchus Mobile through the gate. Is that the plan? <laughs> yes, yes, we are riding yes. the Malchus Mobile through the gate. All right. Yes. You guys are going to ride the Malchus Mobile through the gate and end up in pretty close to the Evergreen, which is going to take you if you're scrolling on your map. Oh, wait, hold on. Is that the closest? I think this is the closest I have to the Evergreen. Uh, you're going to end up uh, just outside of Ebony Harbor. Um, actually, wait, wait, wait. I'll right let you guys... Thing looking out my back door by CCR. Is the <laughs> yeah, hold on. I actually have the map. I have this go through the Evergreen at one point. So we're not going to put you in a room. We're going to put you in one of the traveling uh, tunnel areas. And okay. so... I'll just move all of you over there, and we're going to go on break for about five minutes as I need to take okay. my dogs out and grab a drink so I can stop choking on this popcorn. And uh, Break for five minutes? Yep, we're yep. on a break for five Eight minutes. Back at 8.07, my time. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs>
Okay, I'm back.
<laughs> so everybody moved good uh all right um so you you have ridden the malchusmobile uh by the way what what usually pulls the malchusmobile around i think they just as well was horses because malchus uh, i mean because i think it, i think it was assumed horses yeah so I'm going to say it just kind of moves on its own at this point. So it's kind of... Uh, it's powered by magic. <laughs> it's yeah, powered by his arrogance. And, and you guys are continuing to realize that you're in kind of a weird um, image of the world where things are not exactly right. Like they kind of line up with what's supposed to be there, but the scale on everything is off and things don't work exactly the way that they're supposed to. Um, so it's it's all a little bit odd, um, it's but a you do bit random. <laughs> yes, uh, you do pop out <laughs> onto a hallway with a forest painted on it, and you can even see part of the word green underneath you. Um, and let me go ahead and show you a little bit more, which might freeze some of you up. We'll see. Um, you can see a hallway going um, over to the east. And you can see a hallway uh, that's got two branches going this direction over here. Um, so yeah, you guys have some more choices. Um, do we want to do another? I think this would be more about like your understanding of maps and stuff, um, just to see if how your um, location finding would be here and to think about where you might be able to go or maybe you just don't care and you know that you just need to get more of these these switches flipped so that you can power up that thing so maybe you just want to go the quickest way to get to get that handled i, I don't know what your ideas are hmm. are you thinking like a survival check again Yep, that would work, or like yeah, history or thinking. something too. Almost a crit. I think right. that trademark. Am I allowed to say that? Let's just do this from now. On. Yeah, that's good. Let's do this from now on. We'll do your choice of survival and history, and just whoever gets the highest is going to pick where to go, just to speed things along. Okay. Um, so we have Letha and Dolgar both got twenty-five. So you are very familiar with this area. Um, you know that if you were to travel what looks like a pretty long road to the east, that that road is going to lead you through the divide. Oh, and, God. And then eventually back to Dragon's Reach. So you may have to go that way eventually. <laughs> um, you know that if you head north, you're probably going to be tracking over some mountains, maybe making your way to the beautiful city of Ebony Harbor. Uh, Thunderspire is up there the Northlands. Um, and then if you head south, very directly, you're going to be looking at Yimgar Swamp. Um, so that, that would be Letha and Dolgar. Dolgar probably knows more about the journey to the Divide and then back up to Dragon's Reach again. 
And I would say Letha is more familiar with like Ebony Harbor. Um, but, and both of you just kind of know Yimgar Swamp is a sketchy area. You probably haven't been there. So I'll leave it between the two of you, uh, which way you want to go. I really have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Dol Dolgar, okay. You, can, you can just decide. <laughs> we go. Or we can roll and do evens. We go one way, odds we go the other. Yeah. Or something. So there's yeah. a there's three so. ways. So if you want to do like a d6 and on a one or two yeah. Yimgar, sure. three or four. <laughs> All right. Good. Okay. So, so go one, for it, Yimgar. D6. That is oh, a three. So in, in my mind, that was going to be north to Ebony Harbor. Yeah. That yeah. sounds great. All right. I am not going to make you do, since you kind of popped into this hallway through the gate, I'm not going to make you do any kind of uh, travel table roll through here. Um, so we'll just let you move your way up into this room near Ebony Harbor. Okay, near Ebony Harbor. Let me find my map. All right, we are in the upper kind of upper left part of the map now is where we've been moved to. I think everybody's oh, I over there. Now. Yeah. The room's spinning. And I don't know why. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can talk and move me. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Could let's see whose turn was it? Were we on back rack for the for the random rolls? I think it was back rack. Back rack. Roll a d twenty. A d twenty. Yes, a d twenty. That is a ten. All right. Uh, this this room seems to be like rather peacefully empty. Um, it's just, uh, so again, you kind of see the murals and stuff on the floor. Um, there's not any kind of horrible beasts or anything hanging around. Um, there is not a switch that you immediately see. Um, it just seems to be an empty route. Yeah, uh, it's as quiet, too quiet. Perhaps we should go kick a wall and see what happens. Lead the way, sir. Okay. Are you are you actually going to kick a wall? <laughs> no, he was joking. Leith is going to hide between behind someone else. Um. <laughs> so, Dogar is still sweating a lot after having powered the gate, but what he's going to do is he's just going to go around the room and see if there's anything that jumps out at him. So, so he's just kind of like literally like scraping. But because of level of exhaustion, I am using right. guidance on myself. Okay. So that's so a, right. a seven <laughs> plus a d4 for a nine. <laughs> Oh, All right. Because of level of exhaustion. 
<laughs> yeah, so you you do uh, kind of scrape around the walls and everything, and as far as you can tell, these are, uh, like, there's murals and stuff on all of the walls, and uh, you kind of check around, and you, you don't find anything really of interest. Uh, you do, of course, note that there's a door that heads out of here. Uh, Letha actually has an advantage with her small size. Um, and she actually kind of hunts around and, and very hidden in a corner of one of the murals. It looks like um, a stud on this studded leather armor of this little gnome warrior uh, holding a flail. Uh, but it, it looks like... Uh, just another stud on the armor, but it's actually the switch for the room kind of lightly glowing. Cool. She's like, wait, I see it. And she scuttles on over. All right. So you flip the switch and you hear this uh, humming ding or this dinging sound again, but it's very distant, it sounds like now, but it's coming from the east. And a chest drops down from the ceiling into the center of the floor. I'll open it. All right. It is the same uh, glowing chest as before, and you can roll that. Lisa hides behind someone. <laughs> you can roll the d27. Oh, yeah. Who took the uh, topo before? I don't know who could use a knuckled weapon. Probably one of the rogues, maybe? I'm not 100% mm, I'm sure. ranged. Uh, I was gonna say, give it to give it to Ragnar because he's got the Storm Giant potion. No, I don't have the Storm Giant. Potion. Or whoever has the Storm Giant potion. I have the Storm Giant potion. There's that. Uh, would you? Would you hit? You might throat punch somebody, right? I might. I'm. I don't have uh, unarmed combat or anything on my sheet, but I can hit somebody with it. I mean, I'll, if you try. drink the Storm Giant potion, that gives you like a plus nine to strength. So, Holy moly. Or something like ridiculous like that. So, like, wow. you don't need to necessarily be proficient. I'm sold. I, that makes perfect sense. All right. I will add that down here. <laughs> I don't know. How do you do it? <laughs> All right. I probably don't have this coded right, but we'll deal with that later. Should I 1d27? Yes. I, I was I was trying to do the command. Was it? I was doing I was doing slash, slash r die. slash r. No, it's slash die. Yeah. Slash die, uh, fantasy grounds is fantasy grounds is weird. So it's that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have to spell out die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was just doing the 127, and it's like, no. That ten. Is a 10. You have gotten a wreath of souls. Ah. And where the heck is that? Let's it seems see. like uh, just, want, just doing slash D works, too. Oh, does hmm. it? I did not know that. All right, the wreath of souls is oh this is Jadzia's thing oh it's her soul hat yeah oh oh it's the soul hat yes soul hat 
so uh, uh, yeah, we we can talk about how this thing works. But basically, if you kill things, you um, can absorb souls, and uh, then you can expend those souls to do different things, like uh, plus two to the next attack, reroll an attack, gain inspiration, etc. Neat. So prizes with your local demon lord. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you roll a D eight to determine uh, didn't this have little gems in it that lit up with how many Yeah, it had eight I think it had like eight gems or something. It has it has seven, so I'm gonna have you roll a a D eight and we'll decide how many of these gems are already lit up. Uh okay. So Uh, it's gonna be a D eight minus one, actually. Because there's a possibility of zero. Ooh. So yeah. okay, so it's so just I roll guess. a d8 and we'll just sit yeah. back. Oh, yeah, d8 minus one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We. Oh. All right. There, there is one soul in this hat. It's so. a Darmok. <laughs> <laughs> roll a d100 on a 100 Darmok. <laughs> Uh oh! All right. Uh, percentage away. <laughs> if he actually rolled a one hundred, <laughs> that would have been amazing. No, it's it's Darmok's eleventh cousin, Smarlock, and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, not Smarlock. <laughs> all right, so Smarlock. So Why, hello, this, I am Smarlock. Yes, you can use uh, one soul to get a He's plus two. To the next attack. So we'll just remember that there's a wreath of souls. This could actually work for anybody in the party. So I don't know if anybody would particularly be interested in wearing a soul tiara. Uh, I would. I would. I, I would. I would definitely wear it. All right. So you got a pretty Excellent. little tiara to wear. I assume that you guys are going to uh, work your way out of the room and through this hallway to the yep. east. Yes. Sure. All right. As you do so, we need to roll on a travel table. So I believe there's a 10,000 horns travel table. Let's see how that goes. 10,000 horns travel table. Uh, I think we're back to Ragnar on travel table rolls. So that's just a D20. On the off. Off natural, oh, 20. That's a 20. natural 20. All right. The party, has, the party has a breeze blowing at their backs and are cool and comfortable as they march forward. Everyone gains inspiration. Nice. Yay. All right. So this is a very nice journey down the hallway. Uh, <laughs> over... Where's that uh, breeze coming from? Yeah, it's really cool. I just odd. imagine we just have like the mur- murals just shift to like that idyllic beach view. <laughs> That's As totally a thing that could happen, yeah. I think you would notice like shifting in the in the art on the walls as you're going along. Kind of like it's you're covering much more distance than is there. So a little bit <laughs> like um there's a rainbow that appears in the background. <laughs> There's a feeling uh, kind of like you're, if you've been on, like, nice. <laughs> I was thinking, like, if you've been on Soren at Epcot or one of the yes. Disney parks, 
that yes. kind of deal. That's kind of this experience, but um, okay, that's so much better because I was thinking like it's a small world, idyllic. <laughs> yeah, it just and that's it kind just, of terrifying. That would yeah. probably be more like it, actually, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, all right, so you guys make it to the next room, which is labeled Drax Tomb on the map. Oh snap! Oh. Um, so we will start with a D twenty. And let Harvester do that. Oh, all right. Huh. That is. Oh, it's a five. Oh, there it goes. Okay. It took a right. second. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Okay. Uh, with that reason. Oh, yes. oh, you do have inspiration if you want to use it. Three rolls left. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I should use it now or if I need to use it for. Uh, uh, use a reroll. I got you. Use the reroll. All right. Uh, okay, I'll use That's a reroll fine. then. I've still got another three left plus a bunch of crits. All right. Hey, um, that's good. All right. You. I'll take him. the eleven then. <laughs> All right. You saved him from rolling on a table where you would have either gotten a briar troll, and. Amber Crom Bear, a Gahara, or a Yalin. I think that's how I have no hey, idea how to pronounce so that. So all of those sound terrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most of them are terrible. I, I prefer not to deal with them. <laughs> Thank you. No. Pass. Uh, uh, what do we group, get with the eleven? <laughs> group two well, almost nearly TBK'd because of a Briar Troll. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I, I prefer not to ever encounter. A briar troll in mm -hmm. a uh, ever, ever. <laughs> yes. So yes, mm -hmm. not ever. So what you get because of the eleven is you don't get one of those, and Yay. you just you just deal with uh, what there is, which is across this room. You can clearly see a little platform right around where Drax's tomb is on the map, and on that little platform is a glowing chest and a little pedestal with a switch on it. But between here and there is an ice bridge. And it so is the platform like, just like flush with the bridge? It's not like up? It, so the bridge is more like arcing. So maybe okay. I could take a, take a little pin and make a drawing here really quick. Let me do a pointer. Uh, on the map, let me do a pointer. So kind of like ice bridge arcs up over the mountains on the drawing and Oops. lands kind of right around uh, where the little pedestal is. And then from there, mm -hmm. there is another um, much easier walkway that then travels over to this door. But basically between you and that pedestal, there's just a pit. Um, like it's a big drop off down to the drawings of the mountains and stuff down below. If that makes any sense. So athletics checks for that? Uh, actually, there are some checks for whoever's going to try to do this. It's not athletics. Um, it's going to be dexterity to try to uh, not slip off of this bridge as you're making your way across, unless you have some other plan on um, how you're going to get over there. 
I have uh, second story work as a feature that I can climb faster than normal, so it doesn't cost me extra movement, and I can actually jump really far. Okay. Like, I can jump tw 20 feet, so we can always just play Toss the Gnome. <laughs> yeah, so, I would suggest tie a rope to you first, and then, and sure, then, we, can, sure. then we can do Yo-Yo Gnome. <laughs> All right, so I will I will again I say that. So, I, can turn it into I think a, Dave wants us to do this a little bit more. No, I'm not. Is your challenge is supposed to fling me. <laughs> no, I'm I am I am okay with flinging you. My only my only reminder is that like the grid is not um like a hundred. Oh, it's not true. actually twenty feet. No, so uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. it's probably from here to there, you're probably more looking at about 100 feet across the bridge. Oh. So once again, the rooms are not really to scale. They're just here gotcha. for. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you could chuck you along in some chunks or something, but uh, I, don't, I don't know how well that would work. I don't know. But so, I'm good. That you tie yourself off. And I'll be on the other end because it'll be harder for me to get pulled off. Well, we need at least two segments of rope to do that. Oh, we got that. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we easily got that. Yeah, it's like everyone's got their fifty feet. Yeah, backtrack. Did you make it back? I saw you disconnected. Yeah, I did. Okay, I think just just to throw out, I believe that that um. Steve Bob might have something semi-useful. Other people Ooh. might have them too, but Steve Bob does have six iron spikes. Oh, are those like pythons uh, or pitons or whatever they're called? Yeah, pythons. Yeah, whatever they're called for the climb, the climbing spikes. The climbing spikes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he basically has a set of those. So I don't know if anybody else does, but I know Steve Bob has some. Don't they come in one of the kits? Like, probably it's the explorer's yes. kit it's the explorer's kit that uh, has it yeah yaska has 10 of them yeah i have them if we need them yeah Harvest so we can make cool. a series of uh uh you know i guess of those things putting them down to hold us in place i'm very dexterous but i'm not very strong so i don't know if i'd be helpful in banging them in i don't know how hard that is and also pulling people back up if they fall. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's I, 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 I don't. I think only one of us has to get there. Mm -hmm. So, like, there. So we don't need to worry about all of us getting there. So I will. So again, just to kind of describe this, uh, between here and there, there's the ice bridge. Then to get to this door, like. The only way there is there's a path from behind that area and over. So, yes, you could skip that door and go back the way you came. Totally. But if you're all going out that door, everybody's going to have to get over the bridge. So it's it's up to you. You got choices. But if you want to go through that door, everybody would have to get across. But you don't even know if you can open that door. So, you know, you might want to just get one person over and see what's going on. Or <laughs> we even want to go through that door. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, I don't remember what they, if it was a strength thing or a dex thing or an athletics thing. Right. Or... To the, the ice bridge is dex. Yep. Yeah. 
were wondering about the Pythons. Uh, yeah, so I, I will give you that it's going to be a pretty low strength strength thing, like athletics thing, to pound some pythons in as you go. And if you do those, I will give you advantage on the dex checks. So it'll be like a DC 10 or so to oh, hammer okay. the, the, the oh. pythons in. I, I can totally hammer python. Okay. So we're going to have one person go across. climbing or dexterous? level wise um let's see i've got i i have a 19 dex sweet i've got a 16 dex but i have plus two to all my decks oh yeah that's pretty good yeah so so one thing ragnar could could go along and like carry letha and then at some point toss her the rest of the way <laughs> absolutely <laughs> All right, I'm going to make a ruling that if you can make it halfway, I will let you then toss Letha the rest of the way. <laughs> well, because little... <laughs> whatever, we need to toss the gnome at some point, right? Yeah. All right, so uh, Rag Ragnar, um, make a dex check. Before he goes, yep. uh, Darius is going to tie the rope around him, right? Yep. And then he's going to then he's gonna drink that uh, that uh, potion, and he's gonna be. Don't worry, I can pull you back. <laughs> okay, awesome. so you got twenty nine strength. Um, here's what we're gonna do with that, just because <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Um, time in here is weird, and uh, we're gonna say that we're just running on real time. So you have twenty nine strength for the next hour um, of okay. real time. So, so yeah, <laughs> that'll work. All right, so that'd be great. A dex check for Ragnar. It's not super hard as you're walking across this slippery ice bridge. Am I walking or am I like piggybacking? I think you're piggybacking, but I don't know for sure. It's up to you, I guess. You could hold his hand. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, if you've got like a strap on your clothing, I could gym bag you. <laughs> You've got her in I one mean, arm. You're a gnome. You're what? Three feet tall? Yeah, about that. Okay, you're up to like my thigh, maybe. Yeah. Yep. You know. And probably 35 pounds or so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, grab me by I, my I'm suspenders. Not that to be nope. or anything. It's just like. I, yeah. You're, you're tiny. <laughs> All right. You just succeeded oh. on the dex check. So uh, there's maybe a couple slippery little moments as you're going along. I guess we didn't even use the pythons, but that's okay. You made you made it to the middle of the bridge, and uh, from this point you could uh, toss Letha the rest of the way. But I think we might need some sort of um, athletics check to toss her, and maybe some kind of acrobatics on the landing just to see how well this tossing goes yeah make sure you don't smash your head yeah or slip like she makes it over but he slips (laughs) so i think there's there's a rope tied from you back to uh super strong durs and then a rope i'm assuming you're tying a rope from ragnar to lipa too before you toss her yes i think so all right so give her a toss how's your uh acrobatic lipa I'm uh, pretty darn good. Okie dokie. 
Oh, that's all right. That's not bad. So uh, you you toss her. Oh, She's but that is. Light. <laughs> it's not pretty. Yeah, it's not it's not pretty at all. You kind of go over and you you. Uh, she looks like a cat flying through the air, where she's just like <laughs> splayed out. I'm just gonna say that uh, he threw you a little too hard, mm. and uh, you came. It was like a high arcing toss, and you came down pretty hard. And I'm I'm gonna give you two d6 of fall damage. Fair enough. Ooh. So that's just five. Five little fall damages. Letha lands pretty hard on her bottom. Okay. Um, it's going to be a little sore. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> but but I... you, you, you pop up, and uh, there is the switch, and there is a chest on this platform. Okay. I guess I'll do those things. All right. So flip the switch, and you hear that uh, ding-a-ling-a-ling. Yep, from the east again, kind of southeast. And you get to roll a d27 to see what's in the chest. You guys are loading up with stuff now. That is a five. Yep. You have elven armor of protection, which is not going to fit Letha, and which Letha... Nope. May or may not be able to carry <laughs> hmm. out of out of here. Uh, Elvin. Well, how heavy is it? Yeah, I'm good. Well, it's Elvin, so it may not be very heavy. You're right. Right. That's, uh, that's kind of the point of it. Yeah. Right. Oh, gift. I, gift I've got a max encumbrance of 150. Oh, is it uh, Una's armor? It is Una's armor. Yeah. Uh, so there's not a weight cool. on it. It's scale armor. Uh, when the wearers reduce to 10 hit points or less, they roll a flat d20 every time they're hit with an attack. On a 15 or higher, the armor boosts their armor class by 5. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah. So it's pretty nice armor um, for somebody that could wear scale armor, which I'm not sure. I don't think anyone in the party can wear scale armor. I can't. <laughs> She, yeah, but it actually, would it would mess with my deck and my stealth. What kind then, of? I'm three feet tall. <laughs> it's me. It's medium. Yeah, it's what? medium. I have a level of fighter, so I can wear medium. Can Yaska wear medium? Um, <laughs> can I wear medium? It might fit. I Yaska. Think That's a good question. I think Rangers can. I think so too. I think they do, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yes, I'm wearing leather armor. Yeah, so I, mean, I should. Uh, mm -hmm. Dirts can wear medium uh, yeah, armor. Yeah, you can wear medium armor as a ranger. Yeah. So Yaska or Durs, either one could wear, could wear this. So cool. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Um, you can pick that up, and they can decide. Maybe we could yep. roll off or something. Who wants that? And then are you going to go over and check out the door? Yes, I am. All I think right. I mean, I already have the Tapo and the Storm Giant Strength and Wanda Magic Missiles and something else, I think. So <laughs> Yeah, you do have a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, we need to use that stuff. Oh, that sounds like you want to combat. Um, we actually I haven't had a real them. combat. So, yeah. um, all right. Yeah, but so, there's still the Angry Red Dragon at the end of this. Yeah, so. that's true. All right. So, investigating um, yeah. the door? Yes, I'll roll a d20 before you investigate the door. Oof. Okay. 18. Yeah, 
And then uh, do, I guess, investigate the door. Great. Yeah. Uh, you kind of mess it's around with this door, and, um, you know, it's not totally intentional, but you just kind of check it out and see if it's locked or anything. And the door just kind of plops open, and it looks like you could just walk through. Can I check for traps or anything? Yeah, there's there's nothing. Cool. Uh, you can't verify the safety of the following hallway, um, but you can get through the door. So, all right, she's gonna go kind of back up the bridge a little, and it's like it's all it's fine through the door if we want to go this way. Wait, the rest of us have to cross the bridge, though, right? Right. It it yeah. does mean that every. It would mean everybody has to cross the bridge. Well, if we do with the pythons and, you know. The, the only one who is going to have problem is Dolgar because he has disadvantage. So it's a straight roll for him. He's the only one who will have a problem. Everyone else should be fine because everyone else gets advantage. All right. I, I'm not even going to make uh, Ragnar do the strength check. Like he's a freaking Goliath. I think he can hammer in <laughs> Python. So I'm not worried about that. Uh, I guess we'll just let everybody roll with advantage. It's actually two rolls to get across this bridge if you're not getting okay. tossed. So it is a flat roll for me. And a one roll <laughs> for Ragnar, correct? So yeah. it's strength, right? No, it's actually dex. dex. It's dex. Okay. So let's get Ragnar done with. And then I'm assuming that Ragnar could be on one end and on the other and you're big strong guys and you can hold ropes for everybody else so uh, Ragnar is great he is across to the other side um, so Harvester will do your two rolls if you want so there's two decks um, okay. okay so I click advantage and then press decks and abilities yeah uh, okay Uh, you have made it halfway across the bridge. All right, and then you have made it all the way across the bridge. Yaska, same deal. You're kind of, uh, you know, using these pythons. They're they're planted in, and you're using that to keep your feet on board and holding onto the rope. This nope, is so you easy. dropped the one there. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is easy. You've made it halfway across. Maybe a little slip, but uh, it did not do advantage, which is good. So just roll one more time. Okay. Uh, Yaska slips and loses grip on the rope and slides off the side of the bridge and just manages to hold on. Um, Could you make a strength saving throw? Oh, no. I Do think I'm going to donate a re-roll for her. Right? Yeah, yeah, re-roll. Yes, re-roll is fine. Uh, oh. yes, you have inspiration? All over again. Have Wait, we, we have, have inspiration. Yeah, you, well, we all have inspiration. And I have yeah. one more okay. re-roll. Well... Do you want to use your inspiration and hold on? I am going re-roll. to use my inspiration. All right. Because right Cha. now you're you're plummeting to your death right now. So, oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it to Vathrak. This is this would be her fourth re-roll, or we're just going to let her fall. Well, I uh, have. Yeah, I have one auto crit and one reroll. I've got a couple. Well, I've I will tell you. Hold up. It's unlikely. Would you let me do something? Yes. Could I use Maximilian's Earthen's Grass to try to catch her before she falls? Uh, yep, yeah, we'll do some kind of like reaction thing. So really quick dex check, just to see if you're fast enough to do this as you see her fall. And uh, nope. no, no, I, I tried. No. I tried. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give an auto crit. All right. For um, Yazka to succeed and not fall to her doom. All right. Given, yeah! the, given that that's a crit, uh, she just finds this extra strength and she pulls herself up the side and then uh, just like leaps the rest of the way. Like she uses the force of pulling herself up from the pythons to like pull herself up and throw herself off the bridge and onto the, <laughs> the platform on the side, kind of breathing heavily. Uh, so Yaska is across. Uh, on the knee and like, you okay? <laughs> Dolgar, you got two dex checks. Yeah, and I'm the one who's going to have the most mm-hmm. problem with this, because mm-hmm. uh, it's flat rolls for me because of the level of exhaustion. Yeah, You do so, have inspiration. Yes. So, all right. Uh, Doesn't someone oh, have a healing potion or something that we can fix him I, with? It's, it's not going to do anything with the exhaustion. Uh, yeah, it's just a potion of supreme healing, which is what I have. It doesn't oh. do anything to exhaustion. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a 16. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, so here's here's the thing. Um, oh no! So your, your first dex check you failed. So I will pocket that other dex check. But right now you have slipped. Well, that you... first one was a reaction dex check. It wasn't. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. It was okay. the reaction. To, it was the reaction yes, to try yes, to catch yes, her. Yes, yes. I yeah, forgot. Are, we, are we all tied together with rope? Uh, there is rope across. I actually don't know if you're still tied. I'm not sure. You might have had to untie to get around to that door. Um, but but you mean like everyone else? Yes, there's a rope stretched across the bridge from Ragnar okay. to Durs. Okay. Yes, so, which is what we're giving using. advantage. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, yes, you have made it halfway across <laughs> the bridge. I, I'm, oh. I'm going to cast Guidance on myself for this one. <laughs> All right. Taking a deep breath. I just watched Dolgar do the sign of the cross kind of thing. So that's a 10. Can I... No, it's an 11. <laughs> you have inspiration. Uh, you do. Uh, would you? Are you going to do better on a strength check? Or no, you're going to do worse. That, that, that's just my better one. <laughs> so as it is, you have uh, lost your grip on the rope. And you have slid, your feet have slid out from under you, and you're um, sliding off uh, of the bridge. Uh, I do have one wheel left. Can oh, he's got inspiration still. Oh, he okay. does. And I've got <laughs> three re-rolls. Okay. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll. I will tell you, it is unlikely that you would die from this fall down. Um. Well, actually, you have less hit points. You might not die from the fall down. It's only it's only about sixty feet. So, um, but Yasko is going to plummet to her death. 
Well, that's I was I was about to say she might not she might not die, but it's hard to say. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll burn my inspiration. I'm not I'm right. not gonna I'm not gonna look. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> really, at least you didn't crit one when you used it. True. All right. I'm still sour about that. I think I'm Elena. You have made it across the bridge, and that only leaves <laughs> Durs, who has 29 strength right now. Uh, but she doesn't help his decks, though. <laughs> he just intimidates the bridge into <laughs> bringing him across. So he, he, he just he could just grab he just cl literally climb on the mountain and just grip the mountain all the way there. <laughs> well, I was I was trying I was wondering how if I wanted to leave damage to the bridge because I thought about <laughs> just taking a couple of the the uh, spikes or whatever we have and and putting those in my hands and doing like the uh, the thing where you just stick it into the ground and pull yourself up and then you take the other one and you stick it in. Oh, a, you're doing the ice pick thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm actually going to say with the, the big amount of strength that you have um, and you're pounding these things in that I'm not going to have you make a dex check, but I am going to have you make a strength check. Okay. Just to okay. see like, how hard you're pounding these things into the He's gonna break the bridge. Long, oh, fragile ice bridge. So, yeah, it's a plus nine for twenty-nine strength. So, yes. <laughs> yep. All right. So roll. I just, I just want check. to double check to make sure I was pulling. Yeah. Straight, a straight strength check. You want? Yep. Straight strength check. As you're, you know, you've not had this power before. All right. That's a twenty-three. Um, let me do a quick roll. For the bridge. Um, how sturdy is this bridge? You know, the bridge is pretty sturdy. So you actually are pounding these things in. And I'm going to say that you make it across. And then you look back and see that there's a long, thin crack on that bridge. Um, and you would be concerned about crossing back over it. Oh, okay. So you may have kind of... Yes, you may have kind of closed off um, one way of travel. At least made it harder to go back that way. Ah, uh, so I want to leave a note that says "Good luck making it across." <laughs> the Royals. <laughs> um. All right. In the interest of time and trying to finish this thing in an hour, um, I am going well, to. Well, wasn't that the force force switch though? It yeah. So, but you're gonna have to make it to the to the the room, right? So, uh, I'm gonna wave your travel table roll in this next hallway. Uh, so you guys are gonna travel down this hallway and make your way to this door. And could somebody roll a flat d20 so we can see what we're dealing with with this door? I can. All right, that sounds good. That's an 18. 18. That's what we rolled before. Um, this door, oh, this door, uh, we'll say like the Lita. Toontown Sunshine singing number at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Letha inspects this door, and uh, it it seems like 
just like the last door. It's just a normal freaking door. And she just kind of pokes it and it opens. And uh, for some reason, my fantasy grounds is spinning. So we're going to have to wait. Um, it opens into the divide. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful place to be, of course. Is there um, uh, is there a gnome with, with with a lute singing with like a charred corpse next to him? Uh, well, that's what we're gonna find out, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so uh, here's the thing. Um, we're gonna do a couple things in here. First off, I'm gonna have you roll on the divide weather table uh, just to see what the weather's like in the divide. So let's go, because not every region has its own separate weather table, but the divide does, I think. At least I have in my notes that it does. Let me find my way over here. Well, am I wrong about that? The divide does not have, okay, never mind. Don't worry about that. There are places that Um, do. Great, so here's the thing with the... Yeah, there are, and I thought that was one of them, but it's not. Uh, So you guys are going to go into this divide room and start kind of making your way around. Um, The thing is, the divide room is very confusing. So it's kind of... um, Actually, here's what it is. The divide room is a mirror maze. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been in a mirror maze, but they're really confusing. Um, And you can get stuck in them for a long time. You can't figure out where you need to go. And as you go through the divide maze, you do see like things in the mirrors that match up with all the things that you might find in the divide. So you see orcs in the mirrors, and you do see a little gnome in the in the mirror. Um, he can be singing if you want him to be. Uh, you see some travelers. You see a odd cleric kind of standing in one of the mirrors as you go. Just a bunch of weird things, um, but. Uh, as you're looking through here, uh, could everybody roll investigation checks? Oh my! Investigation. Okay. I'm following go Ragnar too closely, and all I see is his butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, move. Eighteen. Okay. All right. I I see a room with mirrors. <laughs> so the party is kind of going along and doing the best that they can to try to find their way out of here. And at the same time, looking for a switch or a chest, hoping you find one of those things along the way. Um, As a group, you are lost. Uh, You do not make your way out of here. And everybody's going to take a level of exhaustion as you're just wandering in circles and circles and circles. Two levels of exhaustion. <laughs> Can we just like put our hands along the wall of one of the mirrors and just kind of? We all got. Exhaustion. You would, you would think, but this thing is so confusing. It seems like you swear some of the mirrors like move around. So <laughs> it's <laughs> it's very odd and confusing, and uh, I think we're gonna have to roll again to see if you can find your way out of here. So one more time with the group uh, investigation check, trying to find your way out of this room. Okay. I moved out from behind Ragnar's butt. So where did the... (laughs) But but 
it's at disadvantage, guys. Is it? Oh, uh, wait. You do, you do have... Uh, so we need to start all these rules over. Uh, okay. Is it a disadvantage? It is because yes, you all have exhaustion. Thanks. Well, uh, okay. I dropped a 20! Come on! Oh my god, I do- dropped a 20 twice? <laughs> I I had a 14 and dropped it to a um, 4, I think. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. No, yeah, I, uh, need, I, I need to look at the dice. I, I see. I just, I just see the main thing. I got. I had, well, I got better than my my first roll was. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, you guys wander and wander and wander in here. How much um, is it going to cost us to? Oh, you well, ourselves. Well, we can talk about that. Uh, we can do that very shortly. The but, negotiations begin. <laughs> yes, I, I will sell you a, a rest here in a second if you want. Um, but you do eventually find your way out of this room. Um, it takes you an uncountable number of hours. It's just incredibly frustrating. Uh, you're all taking a second level of exhaustion, which I think puts... It's third level of exhaustion. I have disadvantage on yes. everything now. Yes, so you're up... You're very, very, very exhausted. Right at the doorway over here on the right, you do not find any of the doorways out, by the way. Um, you, you only ever found one way, and it's the way to the right. Uh, there's a switch by the door as you go out, and you flip the switch, and you hear a humming sound coming from very, very close nearby. And you hear that followed up by a second sound which is a very loud roar. Um, oh. And you guys are in this little tunnel here. And if you would like, um, I will make a, an offer that uh, Casey made to his party last night, which is you could have a short rest for $5 or a long rest for 10 We'll take along. Yeah. Yeah. Look at money to burn. Actually, if you have, does anybody well, have ten each? No, no, no. Just once. Uh, does anybody have anything they haven't cashed in yet? Because I'd be willing to trade some things too. If I've you got don't want to two auto crits and three re rolls. I've got one auto crit, one re roll. Yeah. So I I would trade. Uh, how much? How much, didn't you overpay for your auto crits, Irene? I think you might uh, have. I they were ten dollars. I, I thought they were ten. Uh, yeah, originally, yeah, originally they they were, and then I think we lowered the price after you guys had paid. But yeah, um, yeah. then oh, I just I, adjusted my little counting okay. sheet. Yeah, yeah. So all right, I will, I will, I will give you this for the cost of um, two of the auto crits. Or one auto crit and three re rolls. Now, <laughs> so that's for a long rest. Yep. What do we need to get rid of the exhaustion? A long rest. A long rest. Yeah, uh, a long rest. I don't know. Well, does that, that, will, get... that will only get rid of one level. For yeah, a long that gets rest. rid of one. Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you would have to pay $30 to get rid of all three levels. for Actually, your here's the thing. He's got I, two, right? I have three because of the gate. Yeah. 
Well, he might oh not be able gosh, to get Oh my gosh, you failed fixed. twice on the con thing? No, I failed once on the con. But that yeah. one time gives you a level of exhaustion because of how strenuous yeah. it is to power the gate. And then I got two levels from the mirror room. Oh, okay, we're on two levels from the mirror room. Yes, I'm you're yeah. on two levels from the Oh so, my goodness. So how, how about this? Um, what Can we inventory what you guys have left? There's Irene has two auto crits and some rerolls. Three rerolls. So uh, we have one auto crit and one uh, one reroll for the other guy. Yeah, you got one auto crit, one reroll, and can I? I would. I also have uh, lesser restoration, which so I can get rid of some that way. Oh, mm-hmm. I've got two doses of black grass. <laughs> That's true. I, uh, <laughs> or actually, so uh, Dave can't can I? Could I yeah. use the one cell I have to get rid of the two two levels of exhaustion? Uh, I would let you get rid of one level for that. It's only a plus two on a single attack, so I think that's. Oh, awesome. it is. Okay. Yeah. So if you wanted to oh, use that to get rid of, you know, we have one person at three. If you wanted to use that to make it two, then I would be willing to trade one two. We have five. We have seven things. Any five of those things I would take in exchange for enough rest to wipe out all the exhaustion. Well, so I, I guess should we thing, just put in two of the autocrits and that's $10 for a long rest? Yeah, so it would take two long rests to get rid of this. So that's what I'm saying. So uh, if, if you want to do... I can't math. I'll let you keep two autocrits, one of yours and one of Bathrak's, and dump well, every uh, well, I've already used one, so I only have one left. Going into combat, ten dollars in right now. Can we move past this? Yes, totally. All right, good. Ten dollars. We're fixed. (laughs) All right, we are. Wait, did we just get two long rests for the price of one? Yes, because we're frustrated about doing this. So yes. Okay, cool. We're gonna let you have it. All right, um, you guys are going to uh, safely make it uh, through this hallway. Take a, taking a rest in the middle of the hallway and finding your way into uh, this final room. Um, as you enter the room, there is a um, kind of far across the room uh, near the black tip forest. Uh, up in the air, there are these five crystals that are coming and glowing and from them these beams of light are shooting into the black tip forest and they're forming this portal so let me do a little square where you can see where that is uh right here there is a portal um from the letter that you read earlier that portal seems to be your way back home Unfortunately, uh, between the portal and you is a large, angry dragon. Hmm. So give me just a second. Ah, I fixed this earlier. Where did he go? By the way, I, I didn't really realize this before, but uh, Strahd is 
basically exactly an ancient red dragon out of the book, except with yeah. like half half the hit points. So oh my, yeah. That sounds like what I did to a local group of mine. They kept testing me and testing me and beating everything, so I threw a hydra at them at half the hit points. But yeah. I didn't kill them. So I think um, I was kind of surprised it was it was so similar to what was already in the book. So at uh, so strong. So angry huffing dragon. And let me just cut these hit points down again. Ah! We got, I did this earlier and I don't know where he went. I think I must have accidentally deleted him. I meant to put him on the little bar down below and I think I failed at that. Uh, let me change this right here. Okay, you can now see giant oh come on giant angry dragon between you and the portal i do see it oh i just realized we had moved on the map and i didn't move <laughs> it's okay letha didn't move either um actually like as you're coming through the hallway you can clearly see this dragon here in, in here so i'm not sure where you would move or what your plan is but I'll let you think about that for just a second. I'm going to run to the bathroom because I drank too much Powerade in the last little bit. And uh, you guys can roll initiative and sort yourselves out. Oh, boy. All right. Rolling I initiative. I think I'm back behind Ragnar's butt. <laughs> Not. Try and roll. Did that roll or did it lag? I see it. Uh, nope. Uh, no, I think it should have been a twenty. Of, uh, I, th I th tracker. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's because we're still in the initiative tracker. Uh, yeah. Wait, it, it changed on it. Put me up it, to a twenty. Yeah, it moved. Well, okay, it, it, it's because it overrode it, and then I didn't see that it didn't, so it, it can't put it back to the. Other one, my first roll, which was a fourteen. Oh, oh threat. Oh, no, white screened again. Uh oh. Yeah, I just like it's a lag spike. I think. Yeah. Mine did that. Because it. Yeah. Oh, mine did it too. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've probably rolled twice, but I can't tell because it's lagged twice yet. So. Yep, I think you did roll twice. Yeah, I also rolled twice because I didn't realize that I had a lag spike, so I can't change it to the 16 that I got. Oh, I'll fix that. Yeah. I think the DM can fix it. Or I can. Yeah. And I am. And I did. A Fixed. Uh, uh, I still eight, don't see eight. myself rolling one. Oh, you're not I actually rolling. No, wait. I need to. There, there we go. go. There. There. Nice. All right. Um, I will let you, if you have any things that you would do that you would prepare, like I just saw uh, five armor go on. If you No, have... I miss, that was, I was trying to clear stuff. Okay. That was, that was just. That was shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just clearing that. If um... you do have any kind of preparing stuff that you would do, I'll let you do that. 
because you can see him as you're coming uh, down the hallway. So, you know, if you got major armor. Go, hey, hey, Mr. Harvester, I've got something for you. Yeah. I, uh, what? Uh, uh, would you? Uh, uh, what? Uh, trying to target you. Do we clear our uh, uh, wounds? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wound, I'll, yes. I'll give you a long rest. Hold on. I actually didn't do yeah. that earlier. So we will do so rest, long rest. So you got all your sorcery points back. Woo. You got all your wounds back. Um, oh, crap. That cleared initiative. So long rest. Really? Cleared initiative. So, yeah. so we can roll initiative again? Do we have to roll? No. So I had a 16. No. I can just They're write it. They're in the chat. Yeah, I'll put them back um, in. Um, I want. How do I target? Oh, oh, I remember. I remember. Okay. Ragnar is. Oh, uh, Ragnar wanted to reroll initiative. Oh, uh, that's not what I want to do. Uh, Dolgar sixteen. So I am going to do a fun little thing for Mister Hart for Harvester here, and I am casting haste on Harvester. Nice. All right. Uh, Steve Bob, by the way, rolled a one on initiative. So <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve Bob is is not going to keep up with. I'm so not I sure he also has one hit point, so this may not go well. So what does Haste hey, do again? You I get you an, an extra, extra standard action. action. You get plus two to your AC, and you get advantage on dexterity checks and saving throws i think that's everything for haste let me double check yeah i think that's right that sounds right since we're buffing up harvester i'm gonna throw a bardic inspiration at him all right that sounds uh, good oh wow okay uh, i'm gonna yeah i don't but, I don't, for I don't... Your, but for that action you can only use it to do one weapon attack uh how how big is your bard is it a d8 now your bardic inspiration level eight i believe it's a d8 yeah that's it a d8. does Okay, for some reason it's not coded right. Um, so just remember you have an extra D8 on something. So, all right. So let's. I have a second one of those, but I don't know who I want to give it to. <laughs> oh, you can take one into the combat. Yeah. Because you can always do it in bo as a bo your bonus mm -hmm. action. All right, anybody else got anything or are we ready to go? I'm ready to go. Uh, okay, so plus two AC, then I have the bar expiration, then it's advance on dance on dex rolls, and then what an else? extra action. And you get an extra action, which can Bloody. be used to make one weapon attack, uh, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. Oh, okay. I will point out that uh, Vathrak has 21 more minutes of 29 strength. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. Uh, first up is Harvester. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, well, I am, well, I am not range based. So the thing is just to run up and hit it. All right. Uh, we are using the grid as it is here. Um, okay. So you, you can, you can run up and hit him. 
So yeah, it, it's yeah. So yeah, so it's him doing haste. So so you base so basically you'd be like, how about you, dragon, and just like Hussein bolt over to the dragon. Okay. Pretty much. Before you do anything, you have yourself targeted too. So just so you can avoid. <laughs> Don't yeah. hurt yourself. Yeah. Do I have myself targeted? Uh, yeah. Control yeah. click on yourself. Like that. I managed to just target myself. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. So you should be able to get up to him and and do what you're gonna do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's thirty feet. So that is. So because uh, there's still, am I still targeting? Because there's a circle. Yes. Yes. You're yeah. targeting strong. You're good. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to do. No. Oh, well, there it is. Actions, okay. Yeah, so... So... Oh, wait, I have, I have to roll. I have to roll for hit first. Yes. Yeah, so uh, if oh. you should just be able to click the, the like plus seven or whatever beside your dagger, or your short sword, or whatever you're oh, attacking okay. with. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Sorry. Do you get sneak attack if you go first on a turn? I don't know what I, kind of rogue you are. You have to be engaged, don't you? If no, it's it's if you're an assassin. Right, I or an enemy, and you right. land an attack, it, oh, it's an auto crit. That's nice. how it is. But I don't think he's an assassin, right? I don't know what kind of rogue he is. That's what I was trying to figure out. Uh, I'm, I'm a phantom rogue. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what that did. I don't see the phantom oh. skills on here. Oh, <laughs> wait, uh, oh, basically, what it, from what I remember, basically, if there was two. Two enemies between within oh, my yeah, movement yeah. speed, I could attack the second one for half damage. That's correct. And which the didn't same, end up didn't end, end up mattering too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's a miss. Yeah, and then but you got another attack at least. Yeah, I, yeah, I can try and try my offhand. Well, you have your offhand plus your hasted attack. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you got two more. Okay. Okay, right, so I think Oh that's right. I think I think I yeah, I think I'm doing dual short sword, so try Nope. <laughs> One <Oof>. more. What? <laughs> Is it gonna be a four? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that's what it seems like. Uh, <laughs> it's a one. Uh-oh. Oh no. Uh all right. Well, we are off to the Therian fumble tables, which are uh, oh, oh shit! Oh, Am I gonna kill myself? You're this gonna is a fight wonderful, wonderful start to combat. Strad and the Romeo at the same time. It's gonna be wonderful. <laughs> oh no! All right. So you're uh, gonna. I, roll... I summon Darmok immediately to make a deal with the soul. <laughs> 
Unfortunately, you stole your soul already. Uh, okay. <laughs> first, it, and I know you roll a d6 first. I don't see that on the tables right here. You roll a d6 and then on a 3 yeah. or higher. Is that right? No, it, no, it's a 4, 5, or 6 you roll on the table. Okay, so roll a d6. You're not no rolling on the table. table. So you're good. All you right. would think rolling double ones would get you on the table. You would think, but I, I think it's <laughs> coded for higher. So huh. Yes. You're, Jeez, you're thank safe. goodness. All right, we are moving on uh, to our second rogue, Letha. All right. Um, she's going to level her crossbow at Strahd's face and shoot yeah. it. <laughs> gonna try again nope with her bonus she's really angry so she's going to stamp her foot use a reroll okay right. that's that's it. It. <laughs> uh, you well. also get you get sneak attack damage, right? Because, oh, yeah. I'm hit. Oh, engaged. I didn't hit the Yeah, because he's engaged with me. Okay. All right. uh, I'll give the five damage back, and you can just okay. re-roll, Perfect. and then it'll do it all. There it is. That's better. 24 damage to Strahd. That's so much better. All right. That's looking good. He's he's a big-time pain. Really hurting. So it's he's rough. bloody, you say. <laughs> yes, bloodied from one attack. What what is yeah, the what is the result of being bloodied? Actually, the result of being yet. bloodied. <laughs> um, and she's going to oh. hide between behind someone. Okay, because everyone good. is twice her height. All right. All right. So are you doing like cutting action to actually hide? Or no, no. Okay. She's just kind of okay. literally making sure she's standing behind someone. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Yazaka. Or Yaska. Sorry, Yaska. May not be here. Leia? Oh. I'm here. Sorry. Okay, good. All's good. I was listening to y'all and then I heard my name and my brain's like, wait, they're talking to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. All right. Okay. So, big scary dragon. Yeah. Move up slightly, and I'm just going to shoot it with an arrow. All right. Well, twice. So, because I get two shots. Wait, I didn't target. Crap. God. There you go. Uh, nope. <laughs> You guys are not rolling great. Uh, um, so you didn't have him targeted. That does hit. So if you want to uh, control click on Strahd, you can roll some longbow damage. Control click. Control click. Let's see. Roll damage. Uh, oh, boy. Six damage to Strahd. This is going great. Does she go strong damage? There? I had clicked on She him. didn't. I, I took care of it. I fixed okay. it already. Yeah. I thought I had him clicked. Yeah, you did, and then I think you unclicked it immediately. I was watching the combat yeah. tracker as it happened. So it's okay. okay. We're good. 
You got anything else? You can just drag it directly from your character sheet thing onto the dragon instead of targeting. Okay. Uh, I'm good. That's all for my turn. All right. That takes us to Durs. All righty, everybody. I'm going to unload everything right at right now. You got this. I believe in <laughs> Excellent. you. Does that Sorry. mean a throat a throat punch with a crit? Is that <laughs> that's exactly what that means? But I okay. have, but as a bard, I have an extra attack. So as I'm walking up, you're going to notice that I have on the knuckles as I'm walking forward, and I yep. also have yep. a rod in my hands. And All so right. I'm walking All forward, right. and I'm saying. Get out of our way. All right. We want to go home, bitch. And as I come up here, I am going to um, use... We're tired and we want to go home. (laughs) Go ahead and call my auto crit, and I'm going to do that using the topo. All right. So I have to look back at the throat punch thing again. So... (laughs) It'd be so that, 44 for the throat punch. Okay. Plus, hit, plus, since he's not trained, it's just his strength modifier plus one for his unarmed strike damage. So okay. for, 44, that includes, the, uh, that includes the crit? So that's the extra for the throat punch, and then it's a D4... Plus one, plus your strength modifier. Strength. So, Otherwise, so four plus nine. So okay. roll my extra damage with crit. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm messing so up on the math. I think you're 64 plus nine if you double everything. Yes, 64 plus nine for everything. Okay. Yeah. So just roll it separately. And then the other thing is he's going to be incapacitated until the end of your next turn. Ooh. As you leap up and punch Strahd in the throat. <laughs> so you're shir- you're Shiryuken. You're doing a Shiryuken to, to Shiryuken. Strahd. So yeah, just just roll sixty four, and we'll we'll add it on manually. All right, 24 damage to Strahd, and this thing strikes him, and he falls in, like, uh, yeah, I guess he's just kind of stunned, and he's going to, I'm not going to say he's going to collapse, but he's just kind of stunned in place for a round. Yeah. So does that grant advantage to other attacks? Yes, it does. Awesome. And so, and so as he falls down, I'm going to use my second attack, because I'm a Valor. And I'm going to point the uh, wand of magic missiles. Okay. It has seven magic missiles, which allows me to cast magic missile at a level seven, if I so choose, using up all the charges. All right. So So I'm ten. Well, does it was does magic missile scale up to level seven, or does it have a max? I think it does. So I think it'd be wouldn't it be ninety four? I won't let me check. I'm There's looking three, at three, and then you add one for every level. So I think it's so, nine. So it doesn't have a max. So it would be ninety-four plus three on each one. Plus 94. one, one for each missile. Okay, so 
Okay, 94 plus 9. Yes. Then. All right. So you're unloading all these magic missiles probably straight into his mouth or something. Some serious heartburn. Yes. <laughs> this may be the most D4s ever rolled on a... Because all you've done is roll D4s on this turn. That uh, That is literally I rolled, 15 D4s. I rolled... Yeah, 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 I actually rolled no, those are D9s. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be easier just to do the nine modifier and then. Uh, well, if you right click, you can do the D4s. Yeah. And then just do plus nine to that. Twenty uh, nine. Magic missile damage. Wow. It's amazing. I, yeah. That was a pretty good <laughs> yeah. turn. Yeah, that was, <laughs> pretty, that was pretty good. That was, that was pretty good. good. Was, All right, yeah. yeah. I'm down to one, one, one reroll, guys. One reroll. <laughs> I got uh, two and two crits. So Dolgar, if someone's got something uh, heavy, so let me know. Dolgar, can you, before you go, could you make an Arcana check? Yeah, give me one second. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. I, uh, yeah, no, not, 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 got, not got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. We're gonna, so we're going to find out that it's a. I will say that you're just kind of overwhelmed by the magical power that's in this room. These crystals in the air are exuding yeah. a lot of power into whatever that portal is. And then yeah. there's a lot of magic coming from Strahd himself. So your your senses are just overwhelmed and you can't really figure out the situation. Um, all right. Plus I'm still on one level of exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, oh. I, th I think, no, I think. No, I was at three. Started. Everyone else was at two. Yeah, no, 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 you got fixed. Someone used okay. uh, oh, someone cast. Okay, so there was lesser. Okay, that yeah, I, you're fixed. Okay, so um, I'm gonna be even more annoying to Strahd, and because he is incapacitated, he auto fails his save for this. Yep, I am casting Maximilian's Earth and Grasp on him, which means okay. he is restrained. Until my next turn, I think because he auto fails to save this turn, so he's automatically restrained. Okay, uh, I just want to make then, sure there's not a size restriction, yeah. it doesn't look like there is. So it you're good. does you're good all it says is you choose a five, a five foot unoccupied square. All right. So sure that it's within five feet of it. it. Must make a strength saving throw. It auto fails to save. So. All right. So this this is it like a hand coming up from the ground? Yes. It's it's a well. The thing is, it's because Strahd is such a big. I just imagine like it it comes out as one hand, and then like Dolgar sees that's not gonna work, so he has like a second sprouted hand, so it kind of like envelops around Strahd's like chest area. To like okay. hold in place, so it's so it's still just one earth and grass, but like just for flavor purposes. So, okay, that so makes sense. Him by the neck. So <laughs> he's gonna take two d six bludgeoning damage. 
All right. It takes seven so. damage. And then on his turn, so, so, so to break out their strain target must use, can use an action to make a strength check against my DC. So okay. his next turn, he can try to get out, but until then he is restrained. You know, you guys have done a good job of getting around these legendary resistances. Because you can't <laughs> when, when you're incapacitated. So exactly, um, he, he doesn't really get to do anything because he's incapacitated. So that, we're yeah, we're going to Ragnar, who has a lot of scion crap to unload or endurance crap to unload. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, just a bit. <laughs> um, first off, he's going to move off to the side over here, and back one, and um, let's see, we're going to start off with uh, auto crit, so that's five more dollars. Um, okay. Oh, I'll take one of mine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with an auto crit force blast. With, All right. I believe I'm allowed uh, three. No, Force Blast is two extra. So, Auto Crit, that would be 3d8 plus two. So, how do I add the extra dice? Yeah, so if you're, like, if you... um. Okay, so if you're going to drag the force punch damage over, so drag the little red. It's not force punch, it's force blast. Okay, so take, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Um, we'll undo that. But if you grab the red blood drop and drag it to the chat and then right click, you can add more dice before you drop it. And it'll do more okay, damage. Drag it over to the chat. Yep, and, and as, you're, as you're dragging okay. it, right click. Yep. Okay, so that would be. 3d8, and then I, my bonuses would be uh, plus 8. So 19 damage. 20, what? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You didn't double the dice, so yeah, it'd be 30 damage. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to... Um... Do you want to roll another 3d8 for the crit? Because you would have gotten yeah. 6d8, right? So do another 3d8, and then we'll add 9 to it, you said? 8. 8 to it, okay. Yeah. All right, do that one more time, then. 3d8 more. That's better. 18. So you did 29 plus 8, 36. 7. 37 damage to Strahd with the Force and Blast. And then I'm going to attack again. Okay. Two extra. But I'd be doing so with advantage, I believe. Yep. Any other uh, modifiers on that? Nope. Yoki. So attack. Um. Hit. No, nope. but uh, your wonderful DM is gonna buy you an auto crit. Okay. Oh, by oh, the way, cool. uh, we didn't roll on the crit table for your crit before. Yes. Okay, so that's oh, for me either. <laughs> yeah, so we need to roll 2d6. Well, what we're going to do is finish this damage, and then we'll go back to Vathrax, and we'll go through three crit tables in a row. Okay. So go ahead and do uh, go ahead and do your damage, which will be six. Okay, so I'm doing damage for Force Blast? 
Yes. Yeah. So it's 68 plus, plus eight? your eight. Uh, 68. All right. So 32. Oh, as a result of being asleep and bloody, uh, <laughs> he bleeds on the ground. Um, all right. Now we need to go back and do uh, three crit table rolls. So, Let me see if I actually roll on the crit table. Yeah, so do your yes. D6. Nope. Nope. All right. And Second then one. Nick's got two of these. I'm going to just do two at once. Yeah, All right. They're both on, both the, on table. the table. Those are both on the table. <laughs> All right. So the crit hit table on 304. So you're looking at two D20 rolls. Just so let's see what we got. I'll do both of them at once. All right. 13 and 19. All right. 13. Lucky as hell, the stress of battle has gotten to your target. If humanoid, nope. They suffer a massive heart attack. If not, then you deal terrible damage in the form of half their current hit points. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Strahd, well, without revealing too much here. That is a really big hit to Strahd. Um, Strahd's not doing well, guys. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you, you really did Shiryuken his throat. <laughs> yes. Well, no, that was the Force Blast. Not oh, the, that, oh, that was the Force Blast? Okay, you Hadouken. All right. He's, he's not looking great. And then uh, your, your yeah. other roll was a 19, which is Body Blow. That you have in, injured Strahd's lungs. Uh, so he's going to move at half speed, for, but she's not going anywhere properly. <laughs> no. And, and receive a minus two penalty to all attacks for that duration. So that's pretty good. Oh, there's, um, oh, that's I don't know if Strahd's ever going to get to go. This is disappointing. Yeah, he's probably going to die before he gets to because, his turn again. Uh, Ragnar, do you have anything else? Um, no, those are my two attack, and yeah, I'm gonna stand ready off to the side. All right, I doubt it'll get back to you, but you had one good turn, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah, glass cannon. Steve Bob is gonna finish him off, right? I believe in Steve Bob. Get him, Steve Bob. Uh, legendary Tiny Tim attack. I don't have the character sheet anymore because I got kicked out. Okay, Steve Bob has. I'll, I'll drag it to you. He has a sling. <laughs> oh, David's um, gonna slay Goliath. There you go. There's Steve Bob. He has a sling. It's plus one to. It's a, he would only hit on a crit. So, uh, but he does have advantage. He does. <laughs> I don't see how you. Uh... Uh, you if you if you click down at the bottom, it says ranged weapon attack plus one to hit. You should be able to click that, but if not, I can do it. I it does. Uh, does that light up for you if you hover over it? It may not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he shoots his sling at Strahd and misses. I do have a reroll, so I might as well use it for him. Okay. Going for a crit. Ah, uh, he rolled better. 
two fifteens. Yep. Nope. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. You know, Steve Bob was useful on the gambling game, so I feel like you got your money's worth out of Steve Bob. Yes. Yeah. I anticipated yeah. he would get he would be the one to open all the doors and do all the, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Harvester, <laughs> you are up. You have an believe- incapacitated stride in front of you. Don't forget, I gave you the uh, thing to the uh, Bardic Inspiration. Plus oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, the yeah. Oh, okay, so so that basically means I get advantage because he is incapacitated he has, on the floor. Well, yeah. yes, he is still t- incapacitated until Durs's next turn, and then after that, he is restrained for my turn. Yeah, um, assuming I he think, lives that long. <laughs> can't you also use because I think Durs is a combat rogue. I think you can use the. 1d8 for damage, too. I'm pretty sure. You mean a combat bard? Yeah, yeah. he can use it for damage as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So you got choices. Oh, okay. Can, can I use... Uh, okay. Yeah, and I got the... Yeah, I got the uh, bardic inspiration for the for the hit. Or or damage is what we were saying. Oh, because, oh okay. Because and you kind also of... have advantage on all your attacks. All right. Yep. Well, then I'll... I'll... Yeah, I'll get started on those three attacks things. Because I'm still on haste, correct? Yes. Yep. All right. So you're taking a bunch of short, quick little stabs down at Strahd. So that is... Nope. 16. <laughs> and then... Oh, um, was, that, was that an advantage? Yes. Yep. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well... The good thing is, if one of them hits, you get sneak attack still, which is all that yes. really matters. So, yes, oh, you okay. just need to have one hit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, That's there gay. you go. There so we go. I'm going to give you the sneak attack effect. So now, when you roll your damage, it should roll all of it at crit damage. Uh, okay. Okay. Cause I, okay. So that's, uh, yeah. So that was the hit. So, so. 19 damage to Strahd. And then, Unless you want to cash in that D8 for another D8 damage. I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 roll, I'll, roll the, I'll roll the extra D8. Okay, that sounds good. I'll just add it manually. Oh, okay. So roll a D8 and we'll see what happens. Oh, seven. seven more damage. Nice. That's pretty nice good. Use. Uh, I would tell you that Strahd is not doing great, but He's not really reacting because he's, <laughs> he's throat punched. <laughs> the, so. throat, the throat, the legacy of the throat punch lives on. Lisa. <laughs> Halfling, go. <laughs> for, uh, for, uh, for you, Poe, we'll make sure your legacy <laughs> lives on. Uh, yeah, because I've used all mine. Lisa crits. I'm pretty sure Strahd won't survive this. And you get sneak attack, so... Um, That's 8d6. Yeah. Because it's crit. <laughs> and you have killed Strahd. Do, do we want to see what if you would have gone on the crit table to see yes. if you can get an obscene, yeah. number, obscene number? Yes. Oh, that, is on, <laughs> that is on the crit table. Yeah, it's on the table. So roll a d20. It's a 15. 
the mouse could sue us. The target's hand is removed at the wrist. Uh, let's oh, see. that's not true. That could never be true. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is Strahd's wrist exactly? Well, anyway, I guess I would assume. I, I, yeah. I think what you happened think? is like he got throat punched, but he had his claw in front of himself, and the bolt just hits him so hard it just takes off one of his clawed hands. Yeah, I think it may go through his claw, just pierce right through it, and then through his already punched throat. And uh, yes. Down goes Strahd. Um, as Strahd goes down, um, you you realize that this portal behind you was flickering kind of oddly before. And as Strahd dies, um, magical energy seeps from him into the portal. And it's not flickering anymore. And you can see through the portal. Um, and each of you, as you look through it, you see something different. You each see your very own bedroom. It's time oh, to nice. go through a portal. Um, through the portal. A- the as portal. you would go through the portal, you would hear the maniacal laughter of uh, Jason Massey. And uh, <laughs> you'd, get, you'd get the feeling that you were stuck in some weird nightmare of Jason's. Uh, for the last <laughs> several hours, so you've been yes, dragged drag here, <laughs> and uh, you're you're back in your own bed, safe and sound. You'll you'll wake up tomorrow with only a vague memory of your adventures. Um, although your golden tickets, but you're not exactly sure where they came from, so it's a little bit weird. But uh, <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, well, that was it. That was a lot of randomness, which, of course, got a little <laughs> annoying at points because random tables are annoying. Um, but <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and just uh, demask the whole map. It's obviously just the Alara map, but we did uh, miss a few things that we didn't get to do. Um, I had planned to send you to all of the islands. You went to none of the islands. Um, so that's mostly what you missed was drake island which uh there was a little um well you found the trap door right the trap door led from the wastes over to drake island underground where you were going to have to face a diracha on the way um because you were you were underground so that was going to be kind of gross uh Yimgar Swamp, you were going to have to deal with a quicksand um, challenge where you'd likely be trapped in some quicksand trying to fight your way out. Um, it was mostly travel table stuff, just rolling on the tables for the Serpent Isle and the Fire Isles. Um, the Drake Island actually had an encounter with some drakes, and the rest of it was basically rolling um, random tables and things like that along the way. So you got to most of the good stuff um, the, the way that the ways that you went. So the, the main thing I wanted you get to do was the, the gambling and using the gates. And you guys got that stuff to work uh, pretty quickly. So there you go. All right. Well, I hope you had, I hope you had some fun and everybody got to fun. use most of their stuff. That was crazy. Uh, I, I just really wanted to cast Ice Storm, but like 
after the throat punch, it's just like there's no point for me casting this. Oh yeah, he but is vulnerable to cold damage. I know that's oh, why I wanted to cast it, but like the other issue is, is that it's a twenty foot radius and a forty foot high cylinder. Oh yes. Yeah. So well, this like, is, this is a pretty big room. He, um, they're actually. If you had come in here earlier, before you had activated any of the uh, so crystals, um, he would not have been on the ground guarding the portal. He would have been flying around in the air, and you would have had to have done some challenges to avoid. Uh, dragon flame coming from the ceiling area down towards you. Um, so it would have been more of like a, a skill challenge if you came here before the end. And it was only going to be a combat at the very end. Um, yeah. So but yeah, that's the only thing I wanted to do just because that's a really fun spell. Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> it's 46 cold damage and 2d8 bludgeoning damage. Like, that's. <laughs> 